from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, is Nintendo working on a new 3DS? And we finally know the meaning behind those weird Smash Bros. items. I have to get everything before I even think about trying two-player. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 395, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about Nintendo news and the final wave from Mario Kart 8. Know all the courses now. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Toadstool Titan Johnson. So they used to call my dad in high school. <laughs> I'm Jeremy Doofus of Dogtown, Mikowski. Did you, uh, <laughs> was, I don't think you were there. Like uh, The Toadstool Titan reference is, from, uh, is, is, a, is a mini game from Mario Party 3. And I remember I was playing it with I think I was playing it with uh with Mark and Scott and Boyd, and I think Boyd said some some similar comment about that about his dad. Well, that's calling that's what him it came from, Titan or something like that. You told me that, and then <laughs> oh, okay. I've just it's it's stuck with me. Okay, yeah, that's why I, I put, that's, that's why I put that on there. That yeah. Boyd would say, <laughs> yeah, he'd say. I mean, just recently he posted about Keish Lorraine on Facebook, and I said I'll Keish your Lorraine. So I don't think I'm, how he is. I don't think I'm friends with him anymore. Or, oh, he, or he unfriended me or something. I don't see any news about him. Anyway, that's a person, person that no one knows on this that listens to this. Let's start off the show as we normally do and talk about games we got and games that we've been playing. I have a bunch of stuff that I played. Um, so well, do you want me to start then since I don't have as much? But Whatever you want to do. Sure. Yeah, I could start this week. So. The big thing I've been doing. Oh, is we're missing. I, we're missing John. By the way, he had to. He had to take a trip to Dolphino Island for for some reason. Or we'll uh, we'll we'll hear back from him later. I heard he's like he painted some stuff, or some person that looks like him might have painted some stuff, and he might be in trouble. I don't know. I mean, he just wanted to try the food, as far as I knew. So I've been uh playing a lot more of Wonder this week. Like I love Wonder. I love it even more than I might have said I liked it last week because I've started going through it, and just like getting everything and i've actually enjoyed that process it hasn't been super frustrating there's been a few times where i've like gotten confused but with like i don't know they don't make many things too like cryptic it's you'll find it if you look long enough and you also follow the clues so if you're trying to get for instance i guess really the only thing you need the clues with is the is the coins when you grab a coin it'll show you like if you grab a coin you've already collected, it'll still show you which of the three it is. So you'll know, well, I missed a coin before this or after this. But oh, eventually, yeah. yeah, it'll show you. There's three. So this week, I guess I, I hadn't mentioned it quite yet, but uh, I got every wonder seed in the game. And it told me that it said I had them all. So I uh, I got all the special levels. I got all the different thingies. And the, once again, the only help I had was when you told me 
last week about uh, oh, how to get out of the that first level world differently. With the Buffalo, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the only thing. Everything else I found of my own, like it's pretty easy to figure that out, even if I didn't tell you. I mean, there's there's blocks there. If when there's yeah. blocks, there can be broken. You know, I don't think there's any like super major like head scratchers. On well, for, that's I mean, well, I mean, that's you, the first time I knew. All, so you know, that's the first time I knew there were like hidden endings because I hadn't like. If I had found a hidden ending, it was like kind of built into the. I don't know. It made more sense than that one did. That had a hidden ending, like a secret exit that wasn't obvious. I think they had it. They hit it really well, and they put a bunch of levels past it. So I think they probably thought that it would stop people. Yeah, and, and there's it doesn't. Like several levels after that. Yeah, and I'm sure you know this. It doesn't take you straight to the star level. There's like some levels past that, and then you eventually go to the star level. But I do like that. I did like that one. Bad but where you like, like where you like can jump in the air like that one was kind of cool. That's that's after where you like also. the one where you like run in air for a second and then you jump. Yeah, that one. Oh, God, I hate that one so much. No, oh, I like that level. Well, it's frustrating to uh, go back and do like completionist stuff with that badge. I hate it because it forces you to use the badge no matter what in those badge levels, which makes sense because yeah. they're tailored for that. But so I started go. I, I was like, well, I got all the wonder seeds. I found all the special levels. What's next? I got to go back and get all the gold or all the purple coins, and then I got to get all the flagpoles. So that's what I've been doing. As of uh, just a few minutes ago, I got the last one in the uh, wherever the pedal the pedal island or whatever the middle part. Yeah, uh, the hub part. I got the last one in that. So the only one left is special. I've got every coin, every seed, and every flagpole up until special world. There you go. And I think all it really, I and mean, it, it, I intend to get everything in special world. It's, I think it's, it's going to do the same thing that like, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. I mean, I'm not, it's just going to give you a secret level. This is what I'm speculating. I've not, not actually seen it or not. Well, you said that, that you thought there was a, an extra level and that's kind of what inspired me to just keep playing. Because, well, I well, just, it, I just looked to see if there was anything unlocked, but I don't know what it, what it is. It just reminds me of Mario 3d world. Where you had to do the same thing, right. where you, had, you had to get all the coins and get to the top of all of the, all of the, the cl- flags, and I did that, and then you just get this really fucking annoying ass level that's incredibly hard, and you never want to play it ever again. So I was hoping that it doesn't. I was do gonna that. say that's <laughs> what uh, there is a level that's pretty hard that I did eventually get through, but I, I was stuck on it for a while. Undoubtedly, the hardest level in the game. It, it means um, yeah, and or or, or like a Mario Galaxy. So maybe there's too. Any, maybe there's an even harder one than yeah. that. Yeah. Or like or, the, uh, yeah. well, Mario Odyssey had that one that I never beat. I think I beat that John one. both beat it. Yeah. Well, I beat it, but I cheated. I found out that if you use motion control, you can fly over it. So I flew over it. Nice. It's on YouTube, actually. It's on our YouTube channel. You can watch me beat it on there. I recorded it. But yeah, no, it's I'll really if, it if you use if you use the Joy Cons and you shake it while you're while you're like the flying dinosaur or whatever, mm-hmm. you can fly over the whole damn thing. So that's what I did, and just to see if it would work, and it did. So I wasn't as frustrated cool. about it as, as you two were, but no, it yeah, it reminds me of like that that final level in uh, Super Mario Galaxy Two, which will forever like piss me off that I can never beat it because you have to like there's like this level that you have to go through where there's like no checkpoints and you go through the whole thing, and then you have to go through it again where you can't get hit at all, and if you get hit once you die and you go all the way back to the beginning, and I got so close on that many times but I never beat it. It's just stupid. It's, it's like the bane of my existence that I couldn't get that that final fucking star or whatever from Mario Galaxy Two. So whatever, but, maybe uh, someday you will. I don't. I, I don't know. I've I've given up playing that level. That level is too made me too pissed. 
and a lot of it's like you got to point at the screen and you got to grab it and it's got to pull through those like mazes and I don't know. Maybe that's why they never put it on on a Switch because they knew that people were going to get really aggravated and try to break their switches in half on that final mission. But yeah, this, that was the same, that was the same thing. We got we got to the end of Mario 3D World. I remember Conan and I had like un- unlocked all of them and got to the that very end level, and it's just like a fucking gauntlet of of meanness with no <laughs> with no uh, checkpoints. And I'm like, this isn't fun. And then I just stopped playing it. So, but hopefully it's this one's better. I don't really know. I've just figured there'll be a hard level at the end. Speculating, I don't know. I haven't actually seen anything about it. I just looked to see if there'd be something. And of course, there's going to be something at the end. You know, I would say I, I ran into a pretty hard level that was actually still really fun, even though it was really hard. So I guess it didn't frustrate me. So maybe there is a frustrating one waiting to happen yet. I mean, it frustrated me. I was stuck on it for at least an hour, which is the longest I've been stuck on any level in the game. So, uh, but yeah, I've just been going through methodically, like world by world so now now that all this left the special um sean has been watching me play a lot which she's hanging out downstairs and she says it's a pretty fun game to watch so that's kind of cool like, it's a very it's a very pretty feel, game i don't feel like new super mario bros would have been as fun to watch so i play as this one is new super mario Bros. every level is nice very different yeah every level is very different from the previous and there's so many things that are only used like one time mm-hmm. and i could just like I, I i forgot to mention it last week but when you're the elephant and then you crouch and then you jump while you're crouched, it's the coolest animation I've ever seen in a Mario game. It's just hilarious. What does the it elephant do that's so different? Uh, the elephant hops like like a quadruped, but it just looks really funny with because it's Mario like hunched over, then hops like a quadruped instead of doing the normal like hunched and then just jumping with with his legs. Hmm. And it's like a unique animation that uh, I think is really cute and cool. Um, so the game just has a lot of charm and polish, and uh, it is uh, hopefully the route they're going to take the 2D games, or at least the uh, we're seeing the sort of the uh, the trajectory. But I don't know if I necessarily want this style brought to the 3D games, because at this point, you know, it's a 2D game, but it's fully 3D models. So like they could port it over and that could be the style for the next 3D Mario. I don't know how I would feel about that. But I do like some of the bad guys. I wouldn't mind if some of them came back in the next Mario game, especially the next 2D game. Um, but also 3D games. Like, I really like the uh, the birds that spit the bubbles. They're pretty cool. And there's like, uh, I like the 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 stampeding buffalo characters. They're pretty cool. There's just a lot of cool like uh, mobs like, in this one. It's like Charging Chuck has evolved into a group of of buffaloes yeah that's kind exactly. of what i get from it <laughs> right it's kind of got some of that super mario world energy because charging chuck always had like a uh i always kind of felt like he had a bit more personality to him than most enemies because he like he shake his head you know and like he could play like, golf too he's, he's a good golfer right he played several sports and he like kind of reacted to you and he would like look at you when you like flew over or like when you swam over him or whatever so they really put a lot of uh care into that sprite like it's probably one of the sprites with the most animations in the well besides like mario in the uh uh, mario world repertoire or whatever the sprite sheet um so charging chuck is kind of dumbed down in that regard but still i like the i like the buffalo guys and their hearts are bitter like the buffalo and they're running off the cliffs (laughs) that they are right off and uh 
they're kind of flying as though they had buffalo wings. But yeah, um, other than that, and, and okay, and also I've, I still have not tried two players, so that was my little uh, line at the beginning. Like I'm gonna get every, I'm gonna get every thing in this game, unless I'm just really, really stuck in Star World or Special World, whatever it's called in this. Or whatever. Maybe there's a whole other set of levels after. Who knows? I'll find out. But other than that, I actually uh, downloaded Phantom Liberty and started playing that, which is the expansion to Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, I really, I really wanted to play that. I couldn't stop thinking about it, so I finally got it. And uh, I actually loaded up my character in the easy mode, so I'm playing through it on easy mode yet again because I, I would have had to finish the game or get to a certain point of, point in the game on my new file and i didn't feel yeah. like doing that yeah, i was gonna say don't don't you have to beat it again like with your medium file or normal file or whatever you were on to get to phantom right. liberty but i like it so far like it opens up this whole new like map with a bunch of new like city but you could still travel to the other part after a certain point you kind of have to like go through some like introduct introductory events before you can start exploring but once they like let you start exploring again then it's the familiar territory and it's just added to the normal map so it's a whole other uh, area and I, I really like it because not only is that a whole new area but you have a whole other person who's talking to you besides keanu reeves which i don't know who she is but it's another character that's not keanu reeves but they're like a really powerful version of what he is like a construct so yeah anyway phantom liberty is great because you're protecting the president of the united states who is a woman, so that's kind of cool. And you actually like early on in the in the in the game, or I guess in the DLC, whatever you want to call it, you like fend off like a bunch of bad guys with her. Like she's shooting alongside you, and you see you see her do all this kind of badass stuff. She's a badass female president in the year twenty, whatever this game's called, twenty 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 seventy seven. There we go. Um, but there's also some really cool set pieces in it, you know afforded by the higher graphics power like you're supposed to meet like a ship and then you can see it in the distance it's coming up to meet you and then someone shoots it i don't know i've seen that kind of thing in other games but it was especially impactful in this game because you could see like the effect on the environment a lot more it was just really cool so so far this game's just it's a looker it's got more of the story and uh it adds a whole a whole new category to the skill tree, which lets you like get even more OP. So, yeah, I like it. There's new weapons. There's a bunch of new armor and stuff, and uh, it's DLC done right, I guess. And it was kind of tied to them like finally making the the uh, vanilla version of uh, Cyberpunk 2077 like able to be played. And it's crashed a lot on me. I'm not gonna lie, it's crashed on me three or four times. Mm. And one of the worst things that's happened, and I haven't actually looked online to see if this is happening to other people, but I'm playing on a PS5. Ideally, it would be optimized for this particular system. It's like the most popular high-end console gaming system right now. But at certain times, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like all the brightness goes away. And you can sort of make out shadows, but it's like... It's just really, really dark, and you don't know what's happening. You can't see it anymore. And I, and I've like tried saving and then restarting, and it'll like load the file with the, with it looking that way still. Oh, geez. So what do you do? Like, I mean, you don't have to like. I just had. I just had to go back to a file before that. Oh wow. 
Yeah. So, so there, there is the possibility of... of completely like destroying your game. <laughs> like if you, if you don't have any yep. saves before that to yep. go back, I to. save scum a lot, which uh, I mean, have to. So the darkness. I recommend it. Anybody else who's playing PS Five, yeah, yeah, definitely that's, save that's scum nice. because, um, and you know, it, it does auto save. So if you're gonna do a uh, custom save, just don't save over your auto saves. I will say, yeah, that. like keep those there because if nothing else, they're the the lighthouse, literally, in this regard, mm. where you can get the light back. And I had to do that a couple of times. And it was particularly on this section. It's like uh, you're fleeing with the president and you have to get to these subway tunnels and you're leaving in this like military vehicle. And then, yeah, that's when things go dark. But you're actually being pursued. So you really want to see. Yeah, it sucked. I had, I had to go through a whole rigmarole and play through that section several times. But I kept doing it and eventually the glitch didn't happen anymore and I got past it. And then so far for the past, like four or five hours after that, it's been pretty smooth. Haven't had too much trouble. It just puts you back into the game with a bunch of new missions. And then like one more, like, I guess big primary mission, which is to like save the president, which I guess I kind of already did, but now, you know, now it's like, wait, should I have done that? You know, one of those sort of things the president become but bad it, well the president's kind of evil which you know i don't know if that's the way it is in the real world but it's definitely like that in cyberpunk 2077 yeah, i think most of them are in some yeah, way yeah a genocide <laughs> comes to mind right now in particular but um yeah you're right but yeah that's pretty much been it this week i didn't really play i tried playing a little bit of the stuff that came out that dropped on the nes Oh yeah, that's a that's what I mentioned oh, at the at the top of the show. I haven't played him at all. All that I know is that one demon one is if you that's remember what I played. Remember the demon guy that shows up and moves the screen around in Smash Brothers? I always I never really knew what that was from, but it's from that game. So, so that's actually go. was made by I'm pretty sure it's a Miyamoto game, and um, it also wasn't released here because of the Christian references would not have Devil, Devil well. World is according to marketing. Yeah, Devil World. But I remember got a lot that of Christian yeah. iconography in it. I just remember that devil guy from Smash Brothers. How he comes up and points and moves stuff. It's basically like a something between like Lolo and Pac Man with yeah. a weird devil guy. And I saw the video where it does where the devil does the same thing and moves moves the screen. I was like, oh, okay, that's where that fucking guy's from. Now I know. It's really fucking annoying. I will tell you that much. I have played the other one, uh, the Muramasa, the Muram, the whatever Muramasa Murasame castle i've played that one because it was on 3ds actually and i bought it on there and i think it was on wii u as well so i, I played it on one of those but i remember that one it has the uh it's the one that's like kind of like zelda but it's more like the japan influenced so I, I i have played that one before and there was like there was stuff in it in in uh what was it um in nintendo land on wii u like they had they had like a, a you know a whole game the a murasami uh game that you played that was based on that game. So I've played, I've played on virtual console before. Um, I remember it's kind of hard and I don't really know what's happening because it's not translated, but it's fun. If you want to, if you want to see like another Zelda ish type game that didn't make it to America, you know, you can fuck around with that. Um, other than that though, I don't know if we wanted to maybe save it for later or whatever. Cause did you go to any sort of Halloween parties or anything this year? Or were you, no. you kind of just lay low for Halloween? Well, uh, I mean, we we went to we went to a friend of ours uh, 
they have a lake house in Indiana, and we normally do that every Halloween. Like we go there for the weekend. We go and do a bunch of fall shit. We 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 bought we bought a bunch of like pumpkins and squashes and stuff from like a local pumpkin patch, and and we carve pumpkins and you know. Oh, that's fun. That, that did you bring of, them back to your thing. house and carve them, or did you bring them back? Carved? No, no, we carve we carve them there, and then we bring them here. Because like they do, because uh, they do like a video where they put pumpkins on their head and dance around, and I and I tape it because I don't want to put pumpkins on my head. That's my, that's my new excuse. I'm like I'm the camera person. I, I film it. You put the pumpkins on your head. Huh. Well, it looks good on them. You, you'll see. You'll see videos of it. I'm sure on the on the social. I only I saw I saw a photo, but I didn't see a video. You'll see uh, pictures. But I could tell by the subsequent meets. photos that there was definitely a head-sized hole at the bottom of the jack-o'-lantern, unlike the others. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it was good-looking. There were some good-looking jack-o'-lanterns. That Dr. Robotnik one was, uh, or Dr. Eggman, rather, whatever you want to call it. You can say whatever. It Isn't his name? Didn't they, say, didn't they say his name is like Eggman Robotnik or something like that? I thought they went back and said that he had both names. Or I don't know. I just call him Jim Carrey because that's who he is to me now. Sure. <laughs> No, uh, basically that guy. Yeah, we went to, we went to a friend of ours house for the weekend, and we bought and we bought a we bought pumpkins. Well, that's and, cool. So you actually did and, have uh, like a, a bit of a getaway or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's our. We did it last year too. It's going to be like a yearly thing because it's. Uh, yeah, and it's you know. Is this a friend I would know, or is this just like someone you've met through? Yeah, it's it's Jess. It's, it's Caroline. You you know her. It was, oh, it's her okay, house. okay, okay. It's yeah, her, it's her lake house, but uh, there it's way out and it's like way out in the woods. So there, so there's like all sorts of pretty leaves and, and whatnot it's in it's in indiana okay but yeah the, it's it's just there's a whole lot of pretty uh trails and we go and you know we went to like an old grave graveyard and walked around we did this last year too so like we just go we just go and drive around and look at fall stuff and you know look at old graves Sounds or whatever, awesome. whatever but it, it was it's fun was there in the region uh, uh yeah we actually went we nice. actually crossed the time zone we went into in michigan for a second and we crossed over to uh eastern and then we came back so that was that was interesting, but yeah, uh, yeah, we went there and and we carved pumpkins, and I I didn't really have any ideas for what pumpkins to do. Actually, I was originally going to try to do a Bowser pumpkin, and uh, that seemed oh that sounds awful. That seemed kind of like I don't know more like complicated. It's a was, very complicated face. I was just looking around for stuff, and I found a really cool pattern for Doctor Eggman from from Sonic. So that's what I went for, and I think it was I think it's one of the best pumpkins I've done in a while. It looks like I thought spectacular. It came out really good. So it's just basically got like the eyes with the connecting uh, glasses in the middle and it's got the big mustache and I just kind of drew out the teeth and, and I made, you know, the teeth like are thick enough to where they won't fall apart. And we put it in the back of the car and drove like an hour here and it's on our front porch now and it's still stayed intact. It's got, it had snow on top of it yesterday. That was pretty cool. Cause it's Did your car smell here. weird on the way home. Like was it very pumpkin-y smelling? No, we, we put it in the way. It's like raw pumpkins don't smell that great. They smell kind of like I, I didn't. I didn't notice it. Maybe the car smells like too much other shit to for that for that to come through. But yeah, that's that was our video gamey thing. And we did play. We did play a good amount of video games while we were there. We did like they play. They play Mario Kart a lot. Like like where I can't beat them. They're they're too good at Mario Kart. Like uh, Caroline, oh, really? Caroline they, and Robert they, are. They that's like all they play. That's the only game they play is is Mario so Kart Eight. They so. bought the Switch off of you, and they actually use it all the time. It sounds like yeah, they bought it. Well, they basically bought it so they could have it at that other house at the lake house so they have one switch at their apartment in chicago and they have one switch at the house in indiana but and they basically you just need a dock they wanted two different switches in two different places so they bought my doctor you don't need two switches i told them that but they just but they don't want that because they think because they'll, they'll forget it they're like we'll forget it we just want to leave it there 
So we just oh, that's fine. So they have is. two. So they have two switches, and yeah, we played on my. That's old, like on my old like switch. a selling point of the switch, though. <laughs> you yeah, don't need I, I told them, I told them that, but they wanted two switches, and they bought it for me. So whatever, they bought my old switch when I got the OLED. So right, no, that's cool. Actually, I think it's technically it, Jess's old switch because we switched. We switched it. Like, ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, because uh, yeah, but we played you had the OLED, so you gave them the the better one. I had, yeah, I had, because, well, the one that I got for Jess that I bought online had, like, a little, like, scratch on it on the screen. Uh So I, so I gave them my old Switch, which didn't have a scratch. And we gave Caroline the one with the scratch because they never play, they never play handheld. So it doesn't matter. They only keep it, they only keep it in the dock. And they gave you money. Yep. So, but we played, yeah, we played a lot of Mario Kart 8. You sold it. You gave them a good deal, though. Like, I, I I think I sold it for like 200 200 bucks or something. Oh, wait. No, never mind. That's a pretty good deal, actually. It was Did like, you include it was two Joy-Con and stuff? Yeah, I gave him my original Joy-Cons. And the dock? and Not the dock. Crap. I didn't give him the dock. I think they already bought two docks. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, we played a lot of Mario Kart 8. But what was interesting is the second night, we played a lot of Jackbox. And they had actually never played Jackbox before. I couldn't believe that. Like, that Caroline and Robert had not ever played a Jackbox game. I figured that with its popularity, everybody had played it. Not to mention being like a teacher, like I feel like Jackbox. Yeah, I figured that would that the kids would. Point. She did say that she played Trivia Murder Murder Party once, but like wasn't familiar with like Quibla- Quiplash or Fibbage or anything like that. But we had okay. we we played a good amount of that, and that was fun because they yeah they never really knew how to play it, and we we're like oh no this is great like do this at your next party you know you don't need you don't need controllers you can play like ten players with with your with your phones and. You know, we played that, and Jess always dominates it at Fibbage because they're very good at at like making up answers that sound like real answers. You know, and knowing yeah, I want to play Balderdash for Jess one of these days. Yeah, it's very similar to Balderdash. We did actually compare it to that while we were trying to explain it to them to to like how to play Fibbage and all that. I think Jess and I would be like epic rivals <laughs> at Balderdash because I'm really good at bullshitting. Yeah, I'm so good at. Yeah, I try not to do it because it could be a way of life, but. I can when I have to. Sure. So we we played a bunch of that as well, of the Jackboxes, and it made me kind of want to buy some of the later ones, but I but I didn't. I haven't got any of them yet. But but ten like just came out, so like I just looked and I have eight. Eight was the last one I got. But between like seven, nine, and ten, there's sequels to like all the things that I like. Like there's a Fibbage four, I think, in ten. And what there's this there, there oh no ten has a TKO two has a sequel to the T shirt. Oh, one I want to play TKO two. So yeah, so ten has TKO two. That's what's in there, and nine has TKO's has, Fibbage, has Fibbage four in it, and I think seven TKO's maybe has like a has, a has a murder party sequel something like or something like that. I was just curious like what which one had, you know. But yeah, TKO two. I was like, oh yeah, but that's the only one that yeah. I mean I don't know TKO's what the other ones the are in there, but. Jackbox game. We we played that too. Although I do like I like Fibbage a lot. I like well, isn't there like a Fibbage version? Was it Fibbage where there's the version where it's about yourself? Yeah, that's Fibbage. We played that. Yeah, the also. version where you're like doing like uh yeah, lies about yourself. Yeah, well you make it like personal that's and it's fun to play with family members and stuff. And we we, yeah. we played that one and there was like a crazy storm going on to where like the lights would flicker and sometimes the the modem would turn off. So we would get kicked out of the game completely. So it, it took us a minute to get some of the games rolling, and we almost quit. Like, because we were trying to do, uh, you know, the surviving the internet one, which is like one of our first like favorite ones from from yeah. from uh, Jackbox Four. Great. 
And every time we tried to play it, the lights would flicker, and then the game would reset because the game has to be online, you know, for for you to hook up with your with your phones or whatever. We didn't do the Jackbox, night. I don't think I played Jackbox for like two years. So we couldn't probably. get, yeah, so we couldn't get to work. But yeah, no, we should. I mean, one of these weekends when you're not out partying or whatever, we could. Well, actually, well, I when I'm not, you know, I work on the weekends when I'm not doing other stuff, so it's kind of yeah. hard to coordinate. But we try to do it sometime. But yeah, that was that. It was a it was a good weekend, and I and I, of course I played you know I played a little bit of Switch after everybody went to bed too. Like I made sure and played one of those other games that I'll talk about later when we get to it. Well, yeah, I actually went to a Halloween party myself in Kankakee of all places. Oh, that's um, where my sister's we from. There. I yeah, guess we I would I guess I would be night. up there. I was like I was like that's down there. I was like oh no wait it's up from you. That's definitely down there. It's, it's up down from, from here. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the betweens, Bills. Isn't that like yeah, a, we that's like an hour away, right? An hour north of you is, is a kick. Yeah, it was like a little over an hour, not too hot. Not Must too have bad. been we, some we party carpooled. to drive like an hour for that. We I'm, carpooled. Well, I so mean, you got to stay there, of, uh, right? Because you want to drive home. Yeah, it was a, yeah, so it was like a friend of. So Sean has got a pretty tight knit group of uh, college friends that kind of all grew up together. And then like their respective like friend groups have all kind of you know gone to these music festivals and stuff which i've talked about a little bit on the show i've gone to some music festivals but they're just they've kind of stayed in touch and they like see each other multiple times a year at different events and stuff so yeah there was a halloween party by one of our one of the friends which you know now is one of my friends as well jimmy and his wife or i guess it's his partner i don't think they're married but and anyway, they had a party, and it was like an Alice in Wonderland themed costume party, which we didn't know going in. So a lot of the people were dressed in like appropriate like Alice in Wonderland costumes, and I was dressed as a banana. I've seen that banana suit before, but yeah, I was wearing the full gamut, and it was great. I had a great time. Were you uh, dressing as your favorite uh, Fortnite character? Since you since you uh, sure. are a fan of that show of that uh, game now, because there is there's the Banana Man in there. I remember that. Yeah, I was supposed to dress as a banana like at some point this past summer because we got the costume for free. Like I paid Zilch for it, and uh, it was actually Shauna. Went one of her friends was giving away some a different friend was giving away a bunch of like old costumes and stuff that didn't fit them anymore or whatever. And so Shauna grabbed a few things for me as well, which I have some other stuff that I haven't even like tried to use or whatever. But yeah, hanging out with Shauna. She, she's got like a whole like closet of like costume type stuff. So yeah. Uh, theater kid, believe it or not, she is, but um, I've ended up accumulating a lot of costumes. So one of those was the banana costume. So I wore that and it was fun. It was a really good time. Like being a banana. The only pocket I had was the front of the banana. Like maybe we'll post a photo or something. So the non, uh, <laughs> I don't know, so people could see it, but yeah, I was wearing this banana costume, but the like the only way I could store anything with me was by stuffing it into the front of the banana, which is like somewhat phallic looking, but it's it's it makes sense. It's the bottom part of the banana that's hanging down. That's the pocket where you have to store your stuff. So I had like my phone down there and stuff, and uh, my wallet. And it was it was weird. So it it wasn't where it normally is. And it kept weirding me out. I didn't have my stuff in the right spot. I had to do that with the with the lion suit because it had no pockets in it. So I basically yeah. put my wallet like in my sleeve because I didn't know where else to put it because there's no pockets. Because because I yeah. you know we went to a bar and I was like how do I you know I can't like put it in my pocket pocket because I don't want to take the whole fucking thing off whenever I have to get my 
wallet out to pay for shit. So I just kind of like stuck it in my, in my sleeve and it was tight enough to where it like stayed in there. So that was how I handled that. But yeah, no, I, I've experienced that no pocket thing. But we had, we had a great time and, you know, I went with a bunch of people and it's one of my favorite, like Halloween's recently. Like, well, last year was pretty good too. I went to a pretty good party last year as well, but yeah, it's probably a lot of people say Halloween's their favorite time of the year. I think I'm probably one of those people because I like that you just like get to act like a goofball and no one's no one seems to think it's weird because everybody's being goofballs. Like it's just goofball time. Everybody's being goofballs and in this case we were all drinking together and we're all wearing weird costumes and you know I I might have been one of the weirder ones just cuz bananas is strange. There was, you know, there was a hot dog there so I wasn't the only It's not that weird. food item. Yeah, exactly. I mean that banana costume is probably like like what been around since the 1800s or something. I feel like that's like one of the yeah. oldest costumes, like the banana costume and like the skeleton suit or whatever is like one you could see in very, very old pictures and movies or whatever. Yeah. There's someone there that had a really cool, like skeleton onesie they were wearing where the, um, like, because there were black lights up in the house and stuff. It was really cool. Yeah. They had like black lights up. It was a, I think I mentioned it was an Alice in Wonderland themed mm-hmm. party, so they had like. That, that's why you were drinking tea at and one at one point because you're. Uh, yeah, there there was a tea you're room. like the Mad Hatter. There was a tea room, uh, which banana. is kind of like yeah, also kind of like the photo op room. People figured that out, but yeah, there was a little like circle tea room where you could sit and do shots with each other, or pass a bowl around or whatever if that's what you want to do. You know, a bowl of like oatmeal is what I meant by that. It's legal here in this state that we live in eating oatmeal i mean it's been legal since the 1800s also probably actually i don't Mm -hmm. know in 1810 the oatmeal was banned for a minute it was it was weird i don't know then in 1812 someone wrote a whole overture i was like damn Damn, they they were mad about it it just the world couldn't function anymore so they had to bring oatmeal back it's crazy look it up it's in it's in the it's in the history books but yeah i know i saw pictures of. but other than that we we watched paranorman and uh that was a funny movie i guess that was uh, that was my Halloween. Was watching Paranorman and the, the three trick or treater groups we had, and one of those groups was the pizza delivery person, so that doesn't count. But I'm saying three. We gave P- we gave candy to the pizza <laughs> delivery person. Nice. We should have ordered food, and then we could have. No, we we didn't. We had, we had all these squash. We had to eat all the squash. Yeah. We have like I swear t- multiple I swear squashes. I actually tipped money to the delivery driver as well. It wasn't just candy. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I tipped the squash. The they squash actually person. were like tickled pink about it. They were laughing a bunch and took some candy bars. It was great. to the games that I got that we haven't talked about yet. Sure. So I got a game that everybody else got as well. But Mario Party 3, as we said last week, is now available on Nintendo Switch Online. And Mario Party Fine. 3 is a it's a good game. Uh, I'd say it's it's up there with uh, Mario Party 2 as one of the best uh, Mario Party games. 
And I forgot how much the game is influenced by Paper Mario. Like you, uh, there's like a big, you know, there's this star called the Millennium Star. I mean, obviously that makes sense too. Like given the time that it was released was right around the Millennium, you know. But it's this this silver star with this giant mustache, this giant silver mustache. And the star, you know, shows up, talks to all the Mario friends or whatever. And it turns the world basically into kind of like a Paper Mario looking world where everything's kind of like a cardboard backdrop and that sort of thing. So it looks nice. And this is the first Mario Party, I think, that has a story mode out of all of them. So as I do, you know, as I edited last week's podcast, I was playing Mario Party 3 story mode, (laughs) you know, because it's a Mario Party 3 is a pretty good editing game, too, because you don't. You know, all you have to do, well, all you really got to do is roll the dice and play the mini games. You know, you just got to. I don't know how you play games and edit at the same time. I have not. But when you're when you're playing a game where there's you versus three computer players, like you can be editing and they're just doing their thing and you don't have to be a part of it. You know, (laughs) it's like, uh, I I mean, it's like I said, uh, I'll play the thing and then I play the game while I'm listening to the audio. And I think it actually makes me pay better attention. I don't know. I think that I don't know if you have this, but sometimes if I'm doing two things, like if I'm playing a game and listening to a podcast, I'll listen, I'll do both better when they come together. And it's weird because some things will always be associated with a particular part of the game. So like there's like, you know, there'll be, there's like a part of the game that I was playing where you were calling Kirby a god or whatever. And I, every time I ever play that game, I'll always remember you talking about Kirby being a god because I was editing the podcast at that time. So my brain is always tied to like specific things where it mixes, which I don't know why, you know, I said that, but I don't know. I guess guess it helps me. Exactly. You said that while I was playing, I think I was playing a dusk while you were saying that, but, but I don't know. It just helps me focus better on the audio. If I'm doing something with my hands, like on the side, whereas I'm, if I'm just working on the podcast by itself, then I get distracted way, way easier. So I just, I need a game to like, make me not pay full attention to it. Otherwise I'll take like, 10 hours to get through it. I'll spend too much time taking every fucking space out or whatever. It's better to just distract yourself a little bit and just listen to the flow of the podcast and all that. It helps me. You know, I can't watch. I know that like a, a friend of the show, Mike, like watches stuff in the background. It's like, I can't do that because I can't hear anything on the TV. I actually can do that. It's I hard. It's hard for a... me to multitask things, but I can, if the, if the audio in the game doesn't matter that much to me, I can play the game and and edit the podcast at the same time. But something like Mario Party 3, which I've played a million times, you know, uh, and I still have it on, on 64. Like I said, Jess and I used to play this at their house when we lived on the same street on Talman. And we actually did like a full four-player game one time with brother and his friend and all that. And they came over and we played like, you know, with, with, you know, with actual 64 controllers and all that. And it was really cool. And I think Mario Party 3 is still a pretty damn good game. Uh, the, the story mode is, is okay, you know, and there's, you do the regular maps, and then there's these dual maps that you do at the end, which is almost kind of like it's it's a little little RPG ish, I guess, sort of like you go you're on these separate maps for the dual maps. They're all different, and uh, you have to recruit like different Mario enemies to like to basically buy, fight for you, like in front and behind you, and they have stats. They have like attack stats and defense stats and all that. And you go around, and you have to basically attack. You know. You want you want to run into the other player and attack them with your with your little uh, minion enemy guys or whatever that you have and and defeat them and like you know get rid of their life bar and then they die or you or or you play a certain amount of turns and you run out and whoever has the least amount of uh, you know whoever has the most amount of hit points or whatever wins but it's an interesting thing because you never really saw it much again after that it's kind of the only Mario Party that has that but yeah it's an interesting two player thing and in the in the story it's basically you you beat the you beat the the four player game. 
And then right when you're about to get like the stamp, they'll give you a different theme stamp depending on whatever uh, board you beat. Uh, somebody will show up and challenge you. Like so, like, it's like I beat the first board, and Wario's like, "Wait, I'm going to challenge you." And then you go do this dual thing, and then I beat the second one, and Yoshi showed up, and he's like, "I'm going to challenge you," but I didn't want to go through the dual mode again because it can take a long time. It can be hard to do because, like I said, when when you have your enemies with you, you have to pay them as well, so you have to make enough money to like keep them recruited in your party or whatever otherwise they'll leave you and when you walk past the person without the enemies you can't attack them so there's like all these extra strategies in there that can make it like really annoying but anyway anybody who has the expansion uh pack of of uh nintendo switch online play fucking mario party 3 it's a damn good game and i was playing it with my you know with with my fucking wireless n64 controller because that's the way you do it and uh yeah it was great it was a great time i was having a real good time with it it's got a lot of really fun uh mini games in there it's interesting because a lot of them showed up in super mario party or er, mario superstars later on on switch so you know you get you're like oh i remember that one i remember that one like a lot of them i think like maybe about like 60 percent or so is on there so if you played any of those greatest hits mario parties you'll see a lot of the mario party 3 stuff in there because there are some really uh unique games in there and they have like i want to play it online they have a we could play it at any time. Uh, they have a dog fighting so right now. There's like a, a dog fighting game too, where you fly, fly around with planes and shoot each other. I don't that's, that's like when cool. dogs. Oh, I thought you meant like you know dog, dog fight, fighting, dog, dog fighting, like with planes, like in Star Fox. Yeah, I played a lot of that. Oh yeah, well, well this is the first appearance of Waluigi in a Mario Party, also because this because wow. this was post Mario Tennis, which was Waluigi's uh, triumphant birth. Where he was brought on just to be Wario's uh, uh, doubles person, right? Pretty much. So yeah, they, he's he's there in the background. I see Waluigi's head. For those five dollar patrons, can see the video of of, Walu- of Jeremy pointing to Waluigi. But no, uh, Waluigi's in the game, and actually the big uh, the bonus board that you get, like every Mario Party up to this, will have like a bonus board that you unlock. You know, as you play through the game. This one you actually have to play through the single player mode to get it. I think in the second one. All you have to do is play every board once, and then you get the bonus fifth board or whatever. In the first one, fucking brutal-ass first game, you have to get, like, 100 fucking stars, like, total, like, to buy the star board or whatever, which, which I didn't get because it's fucking insane. Like, because you, ha- you basically have to acquire 100 stars th- th- by playing the boards, and then you get the star board. And it's, like, it's stupid. Like, it takes forever. Like, basically what you have to do is I mean you would have to play a whole bunch of four player games because if you have a, a human player on every on, on every spot then you'd get the stars for every person but even then you'll maybe get like 10 per game if you're lucky you know like it's 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 take a long time I feel like you'd have an, an actual like hole all the way through your hand by the end of yeah, right. of the first game Probably. and then like doubting Thomas would have nothing to doubt yes uh that's a bible joke I think another bible uh, joke I don't yeah those those have been lost on me in the years. I just know he dot he doubts a lot because it's in his name. But uh, the the Waluigi level is actually really cool. Like I always really like that board because there's an island in the corner of the Waluigi board where all of the tiles will be the same and it'll change every round. And it's like uh and it has a little picture in the middle of like these piranha plants or whatever. And there's a whole bunch of like different tile types like sitting next to them. So the idea is that they pick them up and they throw them all out like every round, but they couldn't do that because the 64 didn't have the power to. So I, was, I thought it would be really cool if it ended up on the Switch Mario Party Superstars 
then you could actually animate that where like every round you would see them like changing all the tiles. So like, it's like one time it'll be all red or it'll be all blue or it'll be all like chance spaces or it'll be all like battle spaces or whatever, like that sort of thing. And it would be really cool. I remember when I actually believed that there would be new maps in Mario Party Superstars. I was such a fool, a fool, I tell you, because they never gave us anything. We never got a fucking update for that game. And I actually believed that they would put more maps on it. Come on, there's only like four maps on there. That's like the... Uh, I would pay I would pay money for it. I would have like, you know, as give us a fucking season pass and or just make a fucking Mario Party Ultimate game already that has all the fucking boards on it from all the games. That would be really cool. I wouldn't be surprised if that's not in the works. I mean, they seem to like limit it so much. It's like just like just like just give us boards or just let us just pay for them or whatever. I'll do I'll be do Mario Party's DLC. always been there like Luke. I mean, it's always been kind of lukewarmly received even though it's well enough. It's sell enough copies that they keep making. I mean, people it, so obviously. It's, like, it's me. I'm the I'm the Mario Party Mark because I play all of them. But I think they're fun. They're fun games. I think they're fun. They're, they're great. They're great party games. And I mean, they're you know the virtual board games, and I and I like board games. So, so there you go. I think they. I think the Mario Party games also kind of like reveal who your real friends are when you play against them. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, you get it's Mario Party. It's a game. You got to play to win. That's how it is. I know, but your real friends are the ones that can take that. The ones that get all butthurt about it. I'm gonna, yeah, I don't understand why people get upset. It's a fucking game. Like it's like, oh my god, you threw a shell at me in Mario Kart. It's like, well, that's how the game fucking works. Like, just get over it and throw one back. You know? Yeah, and then knock occasionally knock the controller out of people's hands. <laughs> yeah, well, there are certain there are certain, <laughs> there, are certain oca- there are certain occasions that are unforgivable. F- physical, yeah, physical intervention is. Yeah, there was one time that uh. That a friend of Jeremy's uh, girlfriend like slapped a controller in his hand, and he and and it made him not buy a star, and that was unforgivable by uh, Mario Party rules. And it was yeah, and it was it was it was the it was an, an especially event. since that person that girlfriend was like very much like a stickler about the rules. Like they yeah. would have like lost their shit if someone did that to them. I would have lost my shit too. So it's some it's sometimes it's really really hard to get to the fucking star, and if somebody like causes you to not get it by fucking with your controllers that's not nice it's not a nice thing to do that's that's where you find out that's i guess that's what you mean that you'd find out who your real friends are if your friends like force you to not get the star then they're not your real friends that's mean that's mean it's a mean thing but speaking of mean things uh i guess i can jump to this one because it's my favorite one of the week but cult of the lamb it was available for a trial for about a week and you already have this game jeremy i don't know how much you played of it but man i love this game this game is awesome like this game was made this game was made for me it's basically like a it's kind of like a fucked up animal crossing mixed with like uh dead cells and like a hades kind of ish uh combative play gameplay but yeah you you play this little uh lamb that's about to get sacrificed but you get brought back to life and you create your own like cult. So you have this like group of people that you're managing and you, you unlock like these different stone tablets as you go through it and you use them to create different doctrine doctrines for your religion. So you can basically, you know, make people believe that they, uh, that there's an afterlife so you can kill them and they're okay with it, you know, or well, the rest of the group is okay with it. So you can sacrifice somebody to raise faith in your group because you taught them that they're going to heaven or whatever. So you can do all this stuff and just kind of fuck with your characters. I haven't been like all that mean really, but it's, uh, I got to the point where I had like 10 followers and everything was really good, but I didn't realize that they, that they die on their own. Like they'll, they'll age, they'll, yeah. they'll grow old and die on their own. So you have to like, keep could be going out and getting followers because if you run out of followers 
you won't get uh we, they won't worship you and you won't get the points that will like help you level up and get your character stronger and all that so you have to so you have to go out and get them and and there's all these like you know there's these different gods that you have to kill from different areas and when you go to the area it's kind of randomly generated that's where like the roguelite stuff comes into play but why it reminds me a lot of uh, dead cells is because whenever you start you get two random weapons and you know the weapons change depending on like what what you unlock through like the worship powers that you get and that sort of thing. Like you can unlock like certain types of weapons and then they'll show up in the map after you unlock them, but they're not guaranteed to show up like that sort of thing. That's very much like how dead cells works where you unlock stuff, but it's still random as to what shows up when you start each, each run or whatever. And yeah, I've been, I've been playing the crap out of it. I liked it so much that I ended up buying it because I didn't want to not be able to play it when the trial went out and it was on sale. It was dirt cheap. It was like 14. Are you saying you joined the cult? I did join the cult of the lamb. Yeah. But I played a lot of it when I was at, uh, at Caroline's over the weekend, like when everybody went to bed. And I, it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm going to go to bed now. And then like four hours later, I'm like, I have to stop playing this game. <laughs> I have to force myself to stop playing this, like that sort of thing. Because, yeah, it really, it really takes oh, a so hold of you. you find the loop. You like the loop. I like it. Well, I was one of it. What was it? One of the first things I was really trying to do. And I don't know if you got to this yet, but I was just, I was like, God damn it. I really need to make a fucking bathroom because I'm tired of cleaning up all the shit of these fucking followers all over the place. No, I never had a bathroom. Because there's a there's like a cleanliness uh, gauge, you know, and if mm. there's too much shit around your town or whatever, isn't that right next to godliness? People get, I, I guess, right. Uh, th- but uh, if, if you leave too much shit around, people get mad and they'll get sick, and then then you have to send them to bed because they can't do chores for you or whatever. So uh, I was just like trying. I was like, I need to, I need a fucking toilet. I need a toilet. So I finally got a, a outhouse, and now I can like keep the, you know. Now all the all the shit stays there, and you can use this you use this sh- shit to like because there's a farming mechanic to it as well. So you can use the shit to fertilize your crops. Royal soil. Yeah, I think and it was actually called night soil in the Dragon Quest Builders. But yeah, same thing where you grab you grab the poop and you use it to grow things. But yeah, there, there's a bunch of you know you got your Animal Crossing stuff where you have to you know you have to keep the peace with your villagers because if your faith meter gets too low, then they'll start like you know then they'll start stop believing in you. And they'll start telling other people that you suck as yeah. well, and then everybody will leave you eventually if you don't. If and you and you can like build prisons and stick them in prisons and re reeducate them in prisons, or you can kill them because they don't believe right. in you to show other. There's just all these like interesting stuff that you can do in the game, and it's really great. Like the only, uh, I just wish I was better at the combat. Like that's kind of the only thing that I kind of butt my head with is I kind of suck at the roguelite stuff. I'm not very good. Like I was, I got through and I killed the first god. And I'm on like the second god part, and I'm still just getting destroyed. Like I need to, I need to get better. I need to get good or whatever, you know. Like that's a, it's kind of a little, little too difficult for me. But I still like the game a lot, and I really like, uh, I like all the different stuff you can build. Like I built like giant speakers where you can play music that will like help people worship pa- faster or whatever, like that sort of thing. And and I learned the, I learned the brainwashing technique where you can brainwash everybody for like a week and they won't question anything that you tell them to do and all that. Uh, and there's, yeah, there's just all this like ridiculous stuff that you can do. And there's a lot of depth to the game and yeah, it's fun. And it looks fucking gorgeous. Like it looks really good. Like it, like the, the way the, the way the art is and how it's kind of like almost kind of gives the idea of like a diorama almost where everything has like, you know, a th- what a dimensionality to it or whatever, that sort of thing. Like, I think it looks really, really pretty and it's, uh, and I just love how overly anti-religion it is. And I, that's me. So there you go. It's speaking directly to me. <laughs> Like I want to start my own. Uh, no, not in real life, but in but in a game. You know, I imagine like this is what you know. Like there's like that cult simulator that's on Switch. It's like it's like the kind of thing that you want to get into, but you don't really. You're afraid it might be too complicated. But this one is like just seems to be like just the perfect uh, 
the perfect perfect balance for me. And even like you know, we talked about it before. You know, Dave the Diver came out last week, and I barely touched it because I've just been playing Cult of the Lamb. So it's just it really got its lamb hooks into me and just didn't let go. If it didn't if it came out this year, I would have it on my uh, game of the year list. But it was last year. So, uh, you got lamb shanked. Yeah, but no, it's really good. I mean, you have it. Uh, give it a try again if you ever. I know there's a million games to play out there, but if you're like, man, exactly I, why? If you're like, man, I really want to sacrifice some cat people or something. Uh, you could. I'm do very mono gamers. <laughs> I mean, there, I was saying there are a ton of games out, and a lot of them are on sale as well. As I'll uh, as as my transition to the next thing. But no, yeah, Cult of the Lamb is really good. Uh, hopefully people got to try out the trial i was trying to do the whole thing where i was like i could beat it the whole time while the trial's on but no i'm I'm nowhere near beating it you know it, it says it's 15 hours i'm sure i played it more than that and yeah and you can unlock all these it, you can get different skins you can even change if you want like all your characters to be like a, a certain animal or whatever you, you can do that and there were a couple like dlcs too that were on sale but the DLC is just different. Uh, it's just different follower types. It's just like more follower types. Like I looked into it, I was like, "Is, okay. this, is it story based?" And no, it's just it's just new skins for your characters. Or whatever. I guess you're right. That is where it's like Animal Crossing because it's different like types of animals. And- exactly. Yeah, it's like all the animals, and it's like Animal Crossing, but you can kill them also if you want, or you can yeah. marry them, and you can actually marry everyone if you want. You could have twenty wives or husbands or whatever you want. Because they don't really have gender, I think they refer to everybody as theys or whatever, which is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, um, you can you can marry everybody if you want to, but there will be jealousy that happens if you marry more than one person. But yeah, there's there's all this like fun stuff to to do with the game, and I think it's I think it's real cool. It's a real cool game. Um, speaking of speaking of stuff being on sale, uh, I finally got the game Thirteen, which is a remake of a GameCube game. You were so excited it was coming to the Switch finally. I was really excited, and then it didn't do well very well in the reviews. But I guess they, yeah. I think they updated it. They add, you know, they did some stuff to try to fix it or whatever. And it was on sale for eight bucks. It's the lowest it's ever been. This is a thank Deku deals for this. Like that's a great website that Shake told us about. If you ever want to just look at like uh, which games are on sale, go to Deku deals. Maybe it's a bad idea. Don't look at it. It'll show you a bunch of stuff, and it'll tell you like if it's been cheaper before or it'll be like, this is the lowest it's ever been, you know, and, and it breaks it down. It, it's pretty cool. You click on one thing and it'll show you like, this is how much it is at Best Buy. This is how much it is at GameStop. This is how much it is at Walmart. Here it is. You know, it'll just gives you all of the different prices and here's the eShop one. And it shows you like which one is the lowest one and where to get it all that. It's really, really helpful if you're trying to, if you're trying to get stuff. But uh, yeah, I got, I got 13. Um, it's a, it's like a James Bond esque type uh, first, first, first person shooter. Uh, it's it was I think the big thing for me and I, I have it on I have it on Wii or whatever I have it on GameCube I, I have the GameCube disc I think I had it and I sold it and then I bought it again more recently at a gaming convention and uh, it, it's it's uh, it's all cell shaded and it looks and I still think it looks better on the GameCube than it does on the Wii but I th- or on the Switch but I do think the Switch one looks all right and I didn't realize while I was playing it the main character is voiced by David Duchovny. And he's still David Duchovny in the new one. It's still him. I mean, obviously, if you hear him, it's like, that's fucking David Duchovny. Are you sure? I mean, I want to believe. Oh, you, you believe, all right. It's him. I looked it up. I double-checked it on IMDb that he's credited for this one and the remake. He's on both of them. That's awesome. One, There is one voice that I do remember specifically from 13, and I wasn't sure due to like the day that it came out whether it would be in the remake or not. But uh, one of the main one of the main other voices in there is uh, Adam West of uh, Batman sixty six. So uh, Adam West is also a voice in thirteen. He's actually the 
he's the like FBI agent that you're rescuing. Like you go on this mission to like pull him out of a jail cell in uh you know, in the snow, snowy mountains, very much like GoldenEye inspired ish, you know, but it is based on a comic book. Like 13 is like a French comic or something like that. So you thought maybe since he's no longer with us. Yeah. I thought like, that since he was be dead, a state issue. Yeah. But I mean, he's, it, it, the the game starts really weirdly. So when you start the the switch version, uh, this FBI agent just kind of like walks into like this theater room, and he sits down and he watches the opening cutscene from the GameCube game, and it's the exact same thing as the GameCube one, but they just kind of throw like a film filter on it to make it look older. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? But you hear Adam Adam West's voice in that. But uh, but there's a whole level where you rescue him and you have to and you have to like escort mission him. And I remember this being one of the most annoying escort missions ever because he won't stay with you. Like when you rescue him, he's like, "All right, cool," and then he runs off in front of you, and you have to like follow him and make sure he doesn't die. Like he kind of just takes off down the down the hallway. And I remember that being like kind of bashed at the time on the GameCube one, being like, "Oh, it's so annoying that he just runs off down the hallway." And I was like, "I always thought that was part of his character, or whatever." Yeah. It's like the goat and Witcher. Yeah, it, it, there there are later levels where you get machine guns that hold up to like two hundred bullets at once. Like I remember that was really fucking cool to just like go through a level and just like just like mow down hundreds of people without having to reload. Like that was really fucking cool. So like they have crazy like chain gun stuff that holds like tons and tons of bullets that you get later in the game. But it's very much like yeah, it's a comic style, uh, GoldenEye esque spy. Uh, comic booky thing and it does like the onomatopoeia stuff in the background when you shoot the guy it makes a noise you know and like they'll scream but you can see the letters like and they'll fall off the cliff and it'll be like ah and you can see the letters and the letters kind of fall down with them and that that was in the original one and that's pretty cool and it's just you know it's it, it goes it's directly in my wheelhouse it's just a stupid first person shooter which i love those games those like dumb first person shooter action games so i played it i played it last night and i I played through like four or five levels, and I was just having a blast with it. Oh yeah, and your your partner is uh, it's Eve also the 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 entertainer or whatever. So she's in it as well. So there's there's a couple uh, so there's a couple famous famous voices in thirteen. So I don't remember Eve. You don't remember Eve? I thought she was a rapper or something. Oh Eve. Okay, yes, I know who you're talking about now. Eve, American rapper and singer, according to Wikipedia. Yes. Let me blow your mind. Is a song that she wrote i don't know i just remember i just remember her name but yeah she but she is a she's your partner in the game your your fbi partner whatever oh yeah and i remember you can uh there's a little there's a little bit of hitman stuff in there too like you can knock out characters and pick them up and hide their bodies and stuff like that you have to do that in some levels and you can uh you can kind of there's a there's a lot of like interactivity in the game like you can pick up a chair and hit somebody with the chair and then you grab them and you hide them in a closet like that so there's, there's a little bit a little bit of hitman uh type uh, controls in there but yeah i was having a i was having a great time with it just like running around shooting people you know that's because i like those games and it was one of those things i've had my i had my eye on forever and yeah eight dollars and i ended up using some gold points so i think i only paid like four bucks for it in the end so four bucks is fine for me just to see what the remake looks like because i really liked the gamecube game originally you know and i was like hey let's, let's try it again so i did that and uh speaking of gamecube games i did finally get my hands on story of seasons a Wonderful Life, which is also a GameCube game. It was also on my GameCube list because I have to collect all of the GameCube games for Switch. That's my that's my plan, my evil my evil plan. No, it's a, and that one's cool too. I mean, it's a 
So this is like a Harvest Moon remake, right? Yeah, this is the one that your brother loves, right? Or was really into, like right. the original GameCube one. The GameCube one, and there was yeah. like two versions of it, right? Yeah, because there was a because the original one you could just be a, you could just be a male, and then there was a female version. But this one has like all that stuff in there, and they updated the graphics. The characters look better now, but the characters look really unique. Like it's very much like a Harvest Moon game, but it was the first Harvest Moon for GameCube. But you you know there's no. They, there's really no gender in there. Like you just kind of make your character look however you want them to look, and then you choose your pronouns, and then you're good to go. And you can date and marry whoever the fuck you want to, you know, as long as they're your age or whatever in the game, you know that that sort of thing. Then it's pretty open, and you can, you know, the the only thing I I heard this in a review is you you have, you do have to get married in the first year, otherwise you get a game over if you don't, because the game goes in stages. Like you basically this this different from most Harvest Moons, you get married and you get to have a kid, and then your kid gets older and you get older, and I think you die in the end of the game. I think it's like your entire life. I think it's like Dragon Quest Five like level, you know, where you see the entire life of That's your character cool. and all that. So so you have to do certain things by certain chapters, and I guess if you don't get married by the first year then you may have to start over or whatever, which kind of sucks. So start looking for it right when you get there. But it's a, yeah, it's, I mean, I like playing those classic uh, Harvest Moon games. And this is one I just wanted to get just because I, you know, I have I, I have nostalgia for the original one on GameCube. And, and I like, you know, I like the way the characters looked. And it's, it's you know, it's I think it runs smoothly. It's, if you like GameCube games and you like farming games, then, you know, it's a pretty solid one there. And I did that. Oh, yeah, and I also got, I also ended up getting Dead by Daylight, which, uh, Joe and I played on Twitch. You can find that on YouTube. And Joe went and bought Nicolas Cage just so we could see him on there. So if you want to see what Nicolas Cage looks like, it looks like on Dead by Daylight. That was on sale. That was Joe. Not- you you the real MVP. That was on sale too. Everything was on sale. Like a like you could get that for like twelve bucks. Like Dead by Daylight and all the DLC was on sale. So I bought like the Nightmare on Elm Street chapter for like two bucks and and I bought like the Hellraiser one and like I got Ash from Evil Dead for like a dollar or whatever and. But he, but you had to pay ten. He had to pay a full ten dollars for Nicholas Gage. Still, he was not on sale. But yeah, Joe bought him just so we could play him on the stream and all that. But it was fun. And yeah, thanks thanks for doing that. But yeah, no. Is if you want to watch us like basically just just like really play the game badly because we don't know how to play it, uh, go to go to youtube.com and you can watch it. You can watch it on there. But uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's good for me. I can we can take a break and talk about. Let's take a break. Newses and all that. Sounds great to me. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. 
Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! break let's uh i guess it's time for some news talk about some news 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 don't snooze or you miss the news i said did you see this uh nintendo patent here i just I, the no? reason the reason that i put it on here we'll click on it and look at it um the reason i put it on here is because you always whenever we do predictions for anything you always uh you always talk about uh there being like a 3ds successor, successor. in some way well, there being a 4ds or like, whatever what? I mentioned that in a hot second. So. You haven't done it in a while, but you know we we still think, like, we still like to believe. I'd like to believe there would be someday be a way to play 3ds games again that we can't. You know, since we just got the the eShop closure of a uh, of 3ds and all that. But th- there was a somebody found a patent, a Nintendo patent that very much looks like a 3ds ish type thing, and it's like a dual screen thing, but it comes apart, but it comes back together. It's like what it kind of looks like, and it like flips on different sides and. It's like is like is this is like this the new idea for the Switch Two? Is this? I mean, I, I don't right th- instead of Joy-Con that yeah. you can just play like on the go at any time, which no one ever does. But that's one thing about the Switch that was a huge thing is that you could play two player with each of you has a Joy-Con, yeah, and tabletop mode. No one does that. But I think what this does is uh, the, like the two screens, like there's two screens, but the two screens separate, so you could like right. do. You could do two player in that way, where you could split your your screens and give one to somebody else, and that could kind of be the new way of like the yeah, use a, a, a different way, but similar to like you're saying, like using the Joy Cons with the tabletop thing to play it like that. Yeah. Which I'm sure you know. I mean, we did when it came out. You know, I totally did that. I played, you know, tried to play Street Fighter like that. What about like that one second Joy-Con device could connect to your Switch, and then that became the like the broadcaster or whatever? You yeah. know what I mean? Like at that point, you've already got a broadcasting protocol. Much like the Wii U, to where you could make switch to two screen. Well, I mean, there was a what was it? A, they they don't really do it, but um, the Super the Super Mario Party game, like the first one on Switch, it had that uh, it had that multiplayer mode where you could do it with double with extra Switch screens, and they would interact with each other. 
I don't know if yes. you, ever, you ever did that. I don't know that. if like, any other game did that. No, I never tried, yeah. got to try I mean, you had, you had to have, like, multiple Switches with the so, Mario Party game. I didn't, even buy, I, I didn't even buy the game until the... Uh, I bought it off until of the eBay online. once oh, yeah, the yeah. online mode was announced. Well, we played it... Uh, yeah, I remember Kevin had, like, a, a Mario Party uh, release party, party thing, something like that. And we did that because we because we had multiple people had the game, and we did because you can like hook like four switches together, and you would play a game like by touching the touch screen, and they would like, and you could it's weird, and you could build like a map like depending on where you put the switch and all that, and but this this, this kind of reminds me of that a little bit, like with this with the screen splitting apart, and then being able to communicate with each other. Kind of, I mean, the Switch already did that. We just never really did it much with, you know, they, it's like a lot of Nintendo things. Like, it'll be one thing that does that, and then we just don't see it again, you know? <laughs> like like the IR camera. Even though, uh, from what I saw, there are WarioWare games that use that little fucking camera on your, on your Joy-Con. So, if you really wanted to uh, use it, you can do it again. And I did, and I did. Say, other than once you switch, that's yeah. really the, yeah. yeah. I preloaded that game, too, because I love those games. It's getting pretty good review. Well, it's only got one that I know of. Uh, there was uh, well, there's there's the um, there there's the Japanese uh, Famitsu. You know, they always do the first review, which that one was good. You know, it was a, it was like nine eight nine nine. It came out to like thirty five out of forty, so that's pretty good. Um, but then there was another one that was like showing some other reviews. I don't always trust Famitsu. Well, well, they're they're normally highly positive on all their stuff. I don't really trust them either. But uh, there's been another uh collection of reviews showing. IGN gave it a seven. Like, who cares what IGN says? Oh, they, IGN has released a review. IGN gives everything a seven, though. Seven is <laughs> pretty good for a fucking. It seems like, Mario Party <laughs> yeah, um, it's kind of it's the bizarro Mario Party, right? In a way, in some regards. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it has a consoles. It is this this one has a Mario Party style thing in there. Well, it has a board game that you play on there, which, yeah. I'm, of course. I'm interested in I that. Hope but it's the, online compatible. It, 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 I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think there's any online Bullshit. on this, <laughs> which sucks. But no, I mean, I love Smooth Moves so much, and this is the the sequel to Smooth Moves. So, oh yeah, you are Smooth Moves. I love that game. Yeah, it's, I still, I think it's. Uh, I mean, well, our, I mean, obviously, WarioWare Twisted is the best WarioWare, the the Game Boy Advance one. But I would say Smooth Moves is a close second to that in my opinion, because I, I thought that one did really, really well with the Wii controls, and it just worked wonderfully. Just I've said it a million times, just the fact that you could play like 13-player games with one remote, like that was genius at the time because you couldn't find remotes anywhere. It just became a, a great party game, and we totally did have parties where we played it multiple times and had a blast with it, and it was and it was, it was weird as fuck, and it was really fun and had an incredible soundtrack and all that. The idea of everybody crowding where on one Wii remote, like uh, this huge group of people, is pretty fun to think of. It's like that rooftop party they really wanted you to do with, <laughs> with the, know, switch, the original yeah. Switch. Yeah, I've tried to do that before. I still don't think anything will ever. I don't know. The, I mean, we did just... a like we played like like Jess and, like me and Jess and, and their brothers like uh, we did we played like a uh, Jackbox, you know, at, at like in her ground and like in their grandma's uh, basement with uh, on on the you know on the little tiny screen like uh, like tabletop mode. You know, we totally did that. So. That's true. It's you know it's if, I've if played, there's I played if there's no like with Shauna when we went to Colorado in 2019. Yeah, if there was no uh, if there's if there's no like you know we we've totally done that where we played uh played on the tabletop you know. Joe and I did that. We were playing a uh, Pokemon. Uh, my friend Joe and I we were playing through a uh, Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield. Yeah, yeah. We we would go to the bar and we each set our Wii's up or our switches up like a uh, little portable consoles. 
And that was fun with trading Pokemon and stuff. But what do you think about what do you about what do you think about this patent? Does it mean anything for the Switch too, or is it just nothing we'll never see until 40s? I think Nintendo and Apple have so much in common that it's all about like patent wars are still a thing. I mean, Steve Jobs was more obsessed with patents than innovation. I, from what I've heard, by the time he was gone, and it's like you have to get a patent for something that you can later sue somebody for when they invent it. Well, Nintendo, yeah, they've it always kind of been actually like, have it. Yeah, they've been like everything we do, somebody will think of. I, I think I like whenever, yeah, it's, it seems like whenever they come up with something, they automatically patent it, but. I don't know. I, I like the. I want you know as much as that. Yes, of course, I want a switch to this more powerful. But I want Nintendo to still be Nintendo. I want it still to have a weird Nintendo thing to it. And if it was like a you know something like this that had two screens and you could separate them and they could talk to each other, or whatever, or you could put one screen in the dock and you could hold the other one, and then you have your new Wii U that people will actually love, and then you could bring all you know. I was going to say the Wii U games but were already on portable, Switch, but you time. could, yeah, but you could. Most importantly, you could re-release 3DS games on it, and you could re-release DS games on it, and yep. you could put that on Nintendo, you know, Nintendo Switch Online or whatever. And now you have a great way to play it, and you don't have to like deal with all the weird screen shit and all that. Like I like, I want to believe that, you know, as a thing. So I want Nintendo I to still be weird, and I wanted to find a way where we can have a screen on our controllers or whatever. Because I want to the believe Wii U was awesome. So uh, you know what I. I will say, from my from purely like a fan point, yes, I would love this to be a real thing. And you know, it seemed crazy the idea of the switch. There were a lot of different ideas of what the switch would be, but one of them was a screen with some little detachable, tiny joysticks and all this, like which seemed ludicrous. Which but did happen, yeah, with the detachable. Exactly what happened. Yeah. So you know what, this may be it, and. I would like it because maybe it'll have like these crazy improved chips and you'll essentially have two like separate computers or maybe one's most likely one's like broadcasting to the other. But that's where I would think there would need to be a dock to power that process unless they've figured out some really cheap way to stream video from one device to another. Yeah. But I feel like that'd be resource intensive, therefore battery intensive. But at the same time, Technology keeps moving forward. They did do it with the switch screen, switch screen way back when, and if they can just make those screens cheaper, oh, you mean the Wii U? No, the I was talking about the like I was talking about before with the Mario Party, where you had the switch screens communicating with each other. Yeah, but I bet own. they were draining the shit out of the battery while it was happening. Like I don't. Oh, but, I don't yeah, but that I was ever sat down was like, let's play this mode for this amount of time sure. and see how long before the batteries die. But also, that was like six years ago. I'm just saying, there's been a lot of progression yeah. of technology that maybe that's a thing you can do, and it won't be as as straining and all that. I don't know. Well, I hope so. What? I mean, I'm I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm just also being realistic at the same time because it sounds too good to be true because it's like the perfect like blend of what we all want. Yeah, really? I, want, I want Nintendo to still be Nintendo and still do weird shit, but still be successful. How you know? cool would it be to have a 3DS? Well, maybe it wasn't a 3D screen. How cool would it be to have a two-screen or a, a DS handheld a that switch, you dock to your TV? A Switch DS. Or a, yeah, yeah. A, dual, a dual Switch or whatever, whatever you want to call it. That'd be. I mean, that's the... Like I said, that's the dream because I want them to find a way to re-release the 3DS games, like the really good ones, where you can, where we can actually see like, you know, re-releases of those wonderful 3DS games. I mean, shit. There's a lot of good DS games that I love to see. DS games too, yeah. We haven't seen yet, so bring it back, baby boys. 
uh, brain training or whatever. No, no, uh, <laughs> that was actually on Wii U. The oh no, actually the the brain game was on Switch too. I have it. You had to buy it from the Japanese yeah. eShop though. It never came out here, but you could do that. You could get the Brain Age game on Switch. I have it. I bought it from Jap- from Japan, and I saw a physical copy of it when I was in Japan at the uh, whatever whatever you call it. Um, the Don Quixote. Those, those those big. Uh, no, they have these like Don Quixotes. They're like these. They have like five or six levels, and they have a shit ton of stuff on every floor. There's is that a, the name of the store, Don Quixote? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, they have different uh, – there's a whole bunch of touristy stuff, and there's a floor that had a Nintendo Switch corner, like in the oh, gotcha. very back corner, and there's and I saw the Brain Age physical copy there of the Brain Age Switch game. But yeah, I bought some. Uh, I bought some Godzilla magnets, and and you can buy, and they have like you know you can get a ton of like uh, different weird candies and stuff like that from there. It's very much like a, I don't know. It's like a, I don't know what I don't know what to call it. It's just like has a bunch of weird shit, and there's a bunch of floors, and and you know there's there's elevators and stairs, and you can find all sorts of weird weird kitschy uh, souvenir shit there. Uh, if you ever played any of the Yakuza games, you can totally go to them and buy stuff. So that's the first time I heard about them, and yet it was in Yakuza Three. But um, but yeah, uh. Let's see what else do we have on the news. Uh, Trombone Champ got another update. Uh, I think it's funny, like when you read the new songs that are on there. It's like, oh yeah, just added. She'll be coming around the mountain. It's like, yeah, really been waiting for that one. Hell uh, yeah! <laughs> so uh, I know. John, I mean, John has this game and still plays a lot of it. So I mean, I just it's cool they keep updating stuff. Maybe eventually we'll get some uh, Nintendo stuff on there. That's the dream, right? We we talked about the Nintendo Switch Online stuff that was added aside from Mario th- Party Three. Um, yeah, we got Devil World and Mysterious Mur- Murasami Castle. But also, don't forget, Castlevania Legends on Game Boy, regular Game Boy on there. For anybody Which I who, can't remember exactly what that was. So that was... It's not good. It's a very slow Castlevania 2D game. So it is supposed to be like the original Castlevania, but like slower well it's like Mario. I mean, it's different. Or... It's it's not the same game, but it's it's but it's that type of game like where it's side scrolling and you whip things and i remember it running really slowly and the hit detection was weird but uh you could actually you could have played it already on uh the castlevania anniversary collection it's on there that's what i thought so you you probably played it already on there but and i think i remember i might have had it i just don't remember being very good like at least when i was a kid i didn't like it i thought it was too slow and i thought it was too hard and but it's there now. You can you can play it on your uh, on your Switch if you don't have the Castlevania Anniversary Collection. You can just play it. Right I mean, there. they're still adding games. That's cool. That's crazy. They put a Castlevania game on there. I think it's the only it's a one. Slow drip. I think it's the only Castlevania game that's available on Nintendo Switch Online because they never let gave us uh, any of the NES ones, not Castlevania One, Two, or Three, or Super Castlevania or anything like that. Because you had to buy the Anniversary Collection to do it. But yep. well, I guess that's not true. There is Bloodlines on Genesis, but not on not on any of the Nintendo stuff. You do have no, the Genesis version. You do have the Castlevania oh, Bloodlines which is game, on the Castlevania collection. which is also on the Castlevania collection. But there is a Castlevania game on the Genesis app for Nintendo Switch Online, which is part of the expansion pack version, the extra fifty dollars a year, or whatever, blah 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 thing. So, and they just charged me for that again too, which I always forget. Which I guess I got it in October, but whatever. So, so that oh, one, yeah. so there's that Castlevania, which that one is really good, actually. That Bloodlines one is great. Like, I, I think it's, I think it's comparable to Castlevania Four, if not maybe better in some ways. So, is it like Final Fantasy Legends or Mystic Quest, whatever? Oh yeah, uh, the Castlevania Legends on uh, on Game Boy. Yeah, kind of. Or I was thinking Final Fantasy Legends. Or that's when I first saw it. I was like, I first thought Final Fantasy Legends, and I was like, oh wait, no, it's Castlevania, and I don't remember what that is. But yeah. then when you told me it was in the collection, I'm like, yep. I was say you, you played it. You, you played it. 
You played on. If I've you didn't, if you played it. on the, I'm sure you played the actual game too. I probably played it on the actual. Yeah, yeah when you were when you were a kid, I I remember playing. It. I don't know if I owned it or somebody else just had it or what. But John has this highlighted. I actually didn't hear anything about this, but uh, another industry person that we've never heard of until they say something. Uh, Sir Can Toto posted a cryptic tweet saying that there'll be a, a Legend of Zelda HD remake or whatever coming out before the end of the year. I really don't. I don't know. Do you think that Nintendo normally just does stuff up to November and kind of just quits and doesn't really release anything big for for December? I don't. Yeah, think I don't so. see anything like uh, with the exception of like when they were doing, which it was so cozy when they were releasing the when they first did the virtual console on the. I wasn't there for it, but I hear about it on the Wii where people were like downloading games on Christmas. Oh yeah, well they did that on Wii yeah. too. Like I remember Super Mario Brothers well, no, coming I was out talking about like Wii on Christmas Day or whatever. No, that's what I yeah. meant. I was talking yeah. about Wii. Yeah, I thought you so said I, like, I thought you said maybe, Wii U. No, I was talking about Wii. So I was like, maybe they would do something like that with the Switch, but it's been around for almost eight fucking years. So but not like uh, so I don't think they drop like Twilight Princess HD on Christmas no, or something like that because so. they got to sell their physical copies. Unless, I mean, unless it's one of those things that just got slowed down by COVID and they're kind of like, because I'm still very confused by the remake of Paper uh, or the remake of Thousand Year Door and, and Mario, Mario RPG, RPG happening so close together. Well, it's also like, I mean, we got like. I mean, this whole year has been insane for, like, releases. Like, it's been, like, boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 back to back. And this week, so, like, we have WarioWare this week, then we have the last wave of Mario Kart 8, and then we have Mario RPG. Yep. Like, three weeks in a row Nintendo stuff right there. So it's like, what? You know, like, it's a, I, I, it's like, slow down, man. We, we got enough shit. It's a bit like, of a glut. Yeah. And that's why we haven't been so pissed off about our $50 extra we're paying, like, Oh, I'm not mad. At, I'm not mad about it. My uh, my racing anything. My Nintendo 64 app is. I put like 200 hours into that fucking thing. I yeah. played the crap out of those 64 games. I didn't know I was so much of a 64 fan. I think. It, well, it was you know our friend. Uh, our friend. Martin. I would have. I could have told you that. Our friend. Our friend Martin, like you know, helped me remember that I do love the 64 very much. So, you know, it's a it's a wonderful system. I could have told you that before any of this happened. That you were a 64 fan. Yeah. But uh, man, I mean it's a great system. I'm trying to figure out what I actually am paying yearly for my online subscription. But I guess it's worth it, you know. Fifty bucks a year. Fifty bucks a year. It's having to buy the piecemeal games. You know, you got them all, and you don't have to like getting some weird random stuff. And of course, yeah, if you want to activate alt accounts, they they're not an extra charge, so you can have European and Japanese accounts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you cool. if you always wanted to play Mario Party three but never wanted to spend money on it, <laughs> there it is. And I'm saying it's a great. And there, it's a great there game. have been several games that justify the yearly purchase price by themselves. If you were looking at it solely, like if I wanted to buy this game, yeah, yeah. And of course, like and oh yeah, the fifty dollars. You also got the all the extra tracks for Mario Kart and like the the house designer thing for Animal Crossing and. There was a, the Splatoon 2 DLC also, like the Octo mm-hmm. expansion was included on there as well. So, I mean, I think it's totally worth it if you, you know, if you play Nintendo games. Especially the, especially the like 48 courses or whatever from Mario Kart, which I guess we should, we should uh, segue into that because I keep talking about it. So Mario Kart 8, the final, everything got announced today, I think. The uh, final it, download. Yeah. <laughs> the, the final, yeah, the, 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 uh, Suppose 
as of right now, the, the final wave, wave six of Mario Kart 8, this one comes complete with DK Mountain from uh, from Double Dash, yes. which is, that, that level is awesome. So I'm That's very, one of the very first happy ones to where, play like, that one. You got shot, right? And then you like came back or you, you like, like, yeah, where you go, you go all the way up, well, up to, to the top, top and you something. get blasted out, and then you go all the yeah, way down, yeah, and then yeah. you come all the way up again. And there was, and it was cool because they kept that going in DS, and there's like three or four levels yeah. like that that are really cool. It's which just we really still, cool. It's a, which it's we a still great don't way to see do on here yet. They, we still don't have the airship level from DS. That level was so cool. Yeah. What the fuck? It and was. also, we that still those badass. We still don't have the fucking the Wii, le, whatever the Wii Fit uh, levels, which I really liked on on Mario Kart Seven. The ones where you get to where you get to drive around that town that they made. You remember? That like might the, be a licensing. They thing. did like the whole. Uh, yeah, but they own it. I mean, it's a, it was. Oh wait, right. It, it's there, like you know where they they like Wii Sports Resort took place there, and like Wii Fit was there, and are you not Woohoo Island? Yeah, Woohoo Island. Was, yeah, I love those Woohoo yeah, Island levels, and we never saw any of them. They've never been re released on anything, not even a Mario Kart tour. So maybe we'll just never see that. But I thought true. they were so good. Maybe there'll just be a game that comes out called Woohoo Island. And it's got it all on it. It's got those two Mario Kart tracks on it. I mean, I thought yeah. it. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then there was the there was the um, there was the Pilot Wings game on 3DS also that took place at Woohoo Island where you where you flew around Woohoo Island on that one. So it's you know maybe they maybe they want us for, to forget about Woohoo Island, but I don't because uh, I really like those Woo! two those two Mario Kart Seven. Uh, races on there because it did the thing and like my favorite thing where it's all one tra- it's all one track and it changes you know like so yeah. it's not like three tracks and you end at the bottom you do that for both of the woohoo islands and i think that's really cool and yeah that airship ds level is awesome i'm surprised it's not on there but what is on there aside from dk mountain is we rainbow road um so we have like almost all of the rainbow roads maybe we don't maybe we don't have the game boy advance one but i think all the other ones are there um Madrid Drive, uh, yeah, another tour one. Uh, Daisy Circuit, we already knew about that. That was the first one they they announced. Um, Piranha Plant Cave, that's a new one, but I guess that was on tour. But but anybody who hasn't played tour hasn't played it yet, so that's cool. Uh, there's one in Rome, one in Rome, you know, whatever. Uh, this is another tour, the one, the mobile game. <laughs> yeah, Mario Kart Tour is the one. Uh, yeah, uh, it's that one. Uh, Basil, ba- ba- Bowser, Bowser, uh, Bowser's Castle Three from Super Nintendo, from the Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario Kart on Super Nintendo, is in there. Uh, Rosalina's Ice World from 3DS, and it's available on the ninth. I thought there were only November. four tracks. You just named like seven. No, there's there's eight. There's there should be eight. Oh, eight. There should be eight because there's two fours. So, so there's two there's two full two Grand Prix. So there's so there's four each. So it should be yeah. There should be eight in there. Yeah, there is. And uh, that's available on the 9th, which is uh, Thursday, which is next Thursday. So, like I said, week to week to week. So, we got WarioWare, uh, fin- the Final Wave, and Mario, Par- Mario RPG. Three weeks from Nintendo. Boom, boom, boom. Right there. So Yeah, I don't know. I don't have enough money to buy everything, but I want to play it all. Well, I got a... I mean, I did the... I don't know if you well I, maybe you didn't do it. I did the voucher, so I have an extra voucher waiting for me for RPG, so I won't have to pay anything for it because I already. I'm not smart it. like that. So I uh, that's why I do it. I throw the throw the money down, then you get your extra voucher, and then I just don't need to worry about having money when it comes out, and I just throw. I it also, to don't it. have a lot of money, so I can't do that. Well, I don't need. I, well, I had a. I got paid for a thing. I had some extra cash, but uh, yeah. Um, let's see. There was another. There's another thing that was sort of. Uh, cryptic or whatever capcom said they had an unannounced game that will sell millions by march 2024 
I was like, this has to be the next, I mean, I was like, it's probably the next Monster Hunter, right? They haven't done anything since uh, Sunbreak. I mean, they sell millions of, from that, so that's what I thought maybe it was. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah. Like, that would immediately sell millions unless it's some sort of, like... Because I know they got a new one on the worst. They always do. Maybe it's a Switch, to, well, I guess March 2024 wouldn't be... Maybe something Mega Man? That's all I could think of. No, Mega, Mega Man, Man or not going to sell millions. The last thing they did was Mega Man, what, 11? I don't think that sold anything. Street Fighter? I, I mean, it was Street Fighter 6. They already did that, and that sold plenty. I mean, we well, unless, well, no, it actually could be, you know, it could be. There's all There's been rumors for a long time around uh, Resident Evil 9. That uh, you know, people keep saying that they think that's going to get announced at some point. So it could very well be the finale to that trilogy of whatever the fuck his name is. I, I played through Village. I don't remember the main character's name, but the guy who was in seven and eight and then nine. It'll finish. Is that Ethan his, something? Ethan. Yeah. There you go. You, yeah. You, you remember it too, and I and I beat it like twice, and you remember it, and I don't. But uh, yeah, Ethan. But Village is awesome. And speaking of which, uh, Village is available to play for free now. On uh on iPhone 15, which is a uh, or uh, there's a trial mode, you know, you don't get the whole thing for free, but you can try it on your phone. And it was pretty funny. I saw a picture on Twitter of somebody just took a picture of what the screen looks like if you're trying to play it without a controller, <laughs> where it's like has like where all the where like the R1 and the R2 and the L1 and the L2 and everything will be, and it looks like, and and the picture basically says trying to take care of a baby in uh, Resident Evil Village is much more difficult than like doing it in real life because it because yeah the beginning part you grab the baby and you walk it mm-hmm. around through the house and it's like shows you holding the baby and it shows all these buttons there's like there's like 10 buttons like all around the baby's head where it's like press this mm-hmm. for this and this and I'm like oh my god that gives me a headache just looking at it if anybody's trying to play like Resident Evil Village like on touchscreen without like a backbone or a bluetooth controller or whatever like what the fuck are you even doing like don't like, I don't, don't, like, know don't why even, like, why, why would you do that? But <laughs> yeah. This is mobile gaming back even, like, 10 years ago. Like, it was the same thing where they were, like, releasing Sonic games and stuff. It's like, you can't play Sonic games on a touchscreen. Are you fucking stupid? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I just, you know, I never liked the virtual. But the I kids mean, I mean, learned how to do it. And now there's kids that only know how to play Minecraft with a touchscreen. You know what I mean? Or, like, like Fortnite. You, you can learned... play Fortnite on your phone with a virtual exactly. analog. Like, but why would you want to do that? People did learn how to do that. Yeah. And that's how they know how to do it. So it did actually pay it out, but not for the better. Yeah. I mean, I, I was like, I'd play it if I, you know, just like it made me kind of want to have a 15. Just, I mean, I've already played Village. I mean, I played it through the cloud, whatever. But I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to just fuck around with it on my phone, you know, with the backbone and all that. That'd be cool. Just to see, Are you what, a 15? see what it looks like. Uh, a, a iPhone 15. I have a 14. I don't have a 15. Does, is 14 going to be able to run it? No. I looked at it. It's it's not. It's only available for fifteen. You can't get it on any other one. But you could play it on uh, through uh, the remote player, or whatever. If you got on PS five four, I mean, I could play it on my Switch through cloud, through cloud. But yes, I could play it remote play if I had it on PS four. I actually have seven on PS four because I bought it for like two dollars and I still haven't played it. Mm-hmm. I was I was trying to you know convince myself to play it for Halloween, but I didn't. But I do want to play it because I really liked eight, and seven's supposed to be better. So whatever. I don't know if it's better, but it's more of a. Uh, I think it's more of a. It's got more of a story to it. I haven't played through it, but I've watched. Eight has a story. Through. Village has a story. You didn't. Think well, I'm saying it's more of a like overall narrative of like taking a condensed area and getting a lot of story out of it. I think. Well, from what I heard, is that seven is better in the way that it's like 
more serious and scarier because eight's kind of stupid, but that's why I like it. That it's really, well, it's, more, it's, it's really, it's like really silly four. and it's super over the top. It is, it is a lot like four. I said that before in here, I think, but, but yeah, no, it, it is super over the top. The characters are really ridiculous and the boss battles are really huge and you fight a giant lake monster and you do a lot of things that you do in four minus the, minus the like a uh, QTEs and all that. But I do. Uh, I saw some QTEs in there. When I was playing an eight. Oh, QTE. I think it's just like QTEs. Oh, sure. <laughs> I was like, oh, like some sexy lady. Oh, was you like step on my face? Like, like the giant, like the giant fucking lady. I mean, she got really annoying she after a while when you sit on my... run around, just step exactly. on your step on your neck. There's a oh, Boise. There's a Super Nintendo Racer series. The Racer series Top Gear is being revived as a Switch collection for 2024. Sign me up. I like Super Nintendo games and I like racing games. Let's do it. I want to play it. It looks cool. I like. I know Sean likes Gear games or whatever. So, Sean, our brother, play a lot of what are these Top Gear games? I'd have to ask. Oh yeah, on, on Super Nintendo. Like, yes, they actually have a video of them playing it when they were kids. Nice. Well, I can't remember which one it is though. Just give me some pointers. No, I'm I'm playing. I'm gonna get it just because I, you know, I. Those are my two my two big uh, soft spots are uh, first person shooters and racing games. <laughs> but uh, I've never played these, and they look cool. And I like Super Nintendo looking games. So hey, and, well they are Super Nintendo games that I didn't play. So I mean, I'm Let's down do to it. support VC. However, I mean, if the companies have to do it that way to release it, and I'm interested in the content, I'll buy it. Yeah. The big, actually, the big, big news that I haven't even mentioned yet, and maybe I did at the beginning, I don't remember. Uh, there is a new patch out now for AEW Fight Forever. And this is a thing, this was like a Ziddy um, on on Twitter just kind of teased it last night. And he's like, you know, we're dropping a big thing. Uh, it'll be out in like 20 hours, whatever. And then uh, when I woke up, it was already out. Um, unfortunately, I haven't got to fuck around with it yet. But I know like, uh, you know, friends of the show, Joe and Shake are messing around with it. And we're going to stream it for sure this coming Monday just to see, um, you know, see what's different. But I guess some of the main things in there is uh, now you can create new tag teams. It's, it's just like a weird thing to put in there, but you can. Uh, so, so if you got the DLC, there's the FTR tag team that you get, but they don't show up as a tag team. There's just the two characters, but they don't show up in the tag teams or whatever. So now you can make them and they'll come out together as FTR because they'll come out separately in the game, that sort of thing. But but in my understanding, you can actually make your own tag teams too. So if you want to have like better than you, Bebe, if you want like MJF and Adam Cole in there, you can have them come out together as a tag team or you can do like, you know, you know the sex gods like uh, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara or whatever. If any of the tag teams that weren't formed when the game originally came out, you can put them in there and have them come out together. And that's cool. Like I... I that's 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 neat, but I guess I guess the, main, the more important thing is that uh, they they've done some like tweaking in the they they've tried to balance some of the some of the online stuff so like the creator wrestlers aren't as strong. Like I know they've limited they like limited the bail bailouts where you can only do you can only like run out of the ring like once now instead of multiple times and they and they're kind of trying to tweak the characters a little bit to make them less like because some are stronger than others and all that. So they're you know they're slowly doing the things that people want and you know most of the time. You know, we talked about it, I'm sure a million times on our stream, but you know, we want we want more match types. You know, we yeah, sure we want more wrestlers. More importantly, I want crossplay. Like, why don't we have crossplay? Like Kenny Omega told us all that we were yep. gonna have crossplay and then, then we didn't get crossplay, so that's kinda it's kinda fucked, Kenny. But uh yeah. But it's um they're adding I guess they're adding some extra creator wrestler stuff as well, because the creator wrestler is really limited in the original version. Uh now you can use 
the um, the shadow version of yourself. Uh, spoilers, kind of. Uh, when you when you play through the single player game, at the end of the game, you have to fight a shadow version of yourself at the end of the game, which is very Mortal Kombat arcade, whatever. You know, they're having fun with it. But now you can actually use that shadow version as a playable character. Like you can like on you can make your character that shadow shadow version or whatever and play it. Stuff like that. I can see you're so impressed by all these uh, <laughs> DLC stuff, but I don't know where. I, don't I know. think it's great. I mean, like, yeah. I think I'm happy they're. Su- I'm just glad they still care. Game. I'm just glad they you still care it. about yeah. Fight Forever. And uh, Stadium Stampede now says season two on there when you boot it up. So because they've been, I've heard been, th- heard this talk about season two, like adding more stuff and all that. I guess they're gonna they're gonna update the backgrounds, like make the dynamite look more like the newer dynamites that you see on TV and all that. But I, I don't know where I don't know where it came from. But I watched. Uh, there's this guy that I follow that does a lot of fighting game wrestling stuff. Uh, Kenny Bomb. Uh, I was just watching a video that he did, and there's there's actual footage out there of the acclaimed of the of the tag team the acclaimed like in their video game form, which is uh, which is really exciting to me. Like I. Uh, so it actually shows them like they're like 3D models. Yeah, that shows the 3D models moving in like and their and their entrance and them coming out and you know I guess. Yeah, I should have watched. Well, it's probably not as intense, you know, because what I always liked about them is they come out and they rap like you know they they'll rap about whoever they're going to wrestle against, and so their so the theme song is always different. You know, they do the freestyle. And they're like writing original lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was one of those uh, one of those like a week long wrestling things that I went to. There's like a meet and there's always like a meet and greet on Saturday, and I'm never able to make it, but I always want to. But the last one, the meet and greet was like you could go see Matt Matt Caster like do like a rap show. Like that's the that's one of the uh, wrestlers from uh, from the acclaimed, and I was like, I kind of, I really want to see that. I want to go see like his his rap band or whatever, aside from the the wrestler thing, and just see how that goes. I want to see his rap band, whatever, whatever you want to call it, his rap group, his his his, his whatever, his his program, whatever he has going on there. But uh, but I yeah. like to see his rap performance. I just want to see how he does in front of the audience. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, this is the one that I did uh, at Dynamite. Uh, was it a uh, November eighth of last year? Uh, it goes like, and, and it'd be funny if it's just like these thirty second segments. Of, it's just all the intro music, and so so he's like the new Wesley Willis. It's just like all the same song. It just has different lyrics for each thing, you know. Because it's always that. That'd be. Funny. I mean, it goes back to Sting, right? Or is it Sting who has the actual like song or whatever that he wrote himself as his intro? Is that Sting know. or is that? A different artist. I don't know. You're the one who knows the, the police sting guy. I don't know anything about him. No, 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 not. Are you talking about guy. the other sting? <laughs> the, no, I'm talking. The, I'm talking about the Chris four, Jericho, the four, the four decade wrestler. Oh no, no. oh Chris Jericho. I'm yeah. talking about Chris Jericho. I I don't know. I think of him like Sting the artist, but I know Sting the wrestlers. Oh, uh, yeah, Chris Jericho. Yeah, Chris Jericho's intro is from his band. Is from his band Fozzie. So should, Chris took, Jericho like actually wrote his own intro. So I. It's kind of similar, even though it's like you're rapping it and you're like improvising it or whatever, supposedly. But it is like you're writing your own intro, right? Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, for sure. And their music, uh, the background music that they rapped to, was already on the uh, was already on the game. Like, if you make a created a create a wrestler, you can come up. To, you can come out to the acclaimed background music that they rapped to. So the music was already there. So they're obviously, you know, gonna be in there. But I'm just happy to see actual footage of them because I thought it was a travesty they weren't in there. They were pretty fucking hot when the game came out, you know. And I think they're still pretty yeah. hot, you know. They got the trios belts. They they changed their pink now. They got the scissors on the back of the of the belts or whatever. 
Um, and uh, Tony Storm is on there as well, which is uh, she's she's super cool. Uh, a female wrestler. She's been doing this like um, kind of almost like if you ever watch Doom Patrol, it's similar to like one of the characters, like this, like basically this deranged like old time actress, you know, where where she does like these black and white silent movies, like while the commercials play and. And she's got like this, you know, this oh, this like wavy hair, like from like the '30s type wrestlers or '30s type actress or whatever. It it kind of reminds me of uh, I forget what what her name is, but uh, this character and uh, her name's Rita, but I don't remember her actual superhero name. But in Doom Patrol, she's like this stretchy lady, but she was like a, she was an ex actress and then Mr. She, Fantastic, and she turned into this like mud creature and lost her, you know, and and wasn't an actress anymore. It kind of reminds me of that sort of story, but. Anyway, I'm happy. I'm happy to see Tony Storm in there. I'm happy to see the acclaimed on there. Uh, I don't. When does that happen? I guess I saw them talking about a possible another DLC thing, but I, I checked the eShop. It's not on there yet. Hopefully, we'll find out soon enough. I haven't gotten to play it yet. Uh, hopefully, next week I'll be able to to fill you in on that sort of thing. Let's see. What else do we have? Uh, King of Fighters 13 coming out on the 16th. There's another game coming out that I want to play. That's like just coming out soon. I don't know if I actually will, but. You know, I do like fighting games, and I always like King of Fighters games. There's a night. The beauty slasher. of it is like you don't have to play it when it comes out; like you can play it later. Yeah, but that's but the show we have to we we need content. I know, I know. Even though I do love, uh, I did love playing, uh, you know, thirteen and Story of Seasons, playing games that are not in the zeitgeist at all. I absolutely love doing that. Playing games way after the fact, where nobody gives a shit about them at all. And I can just experiment, experience them. It's great. Own. That's like Yakuza Zero. I play it like six years later, and I'm like, this game is great. And it's it's just apart from all. Of, nobody talks about it anymore. So it's, it's it's nice to be. That's what I would do if I didn't have this podcast. I just played games that nobody talked about. That's not true. I would still play some of the new ones just because you know some of those you can't wait for. But uh, let's see, what else do we have in here? Um, the Twitch app is getting removed from the Switch. Uh, did anybody ever watch it? What the it? fuck? Did anybody actually watch it? I think I did a couple times when it came out, but Same. I don't. I mean, I don't really. But watch, I would always. I would I most really likely be using my. If I was ever like actually like streaming to Twitch, I was using my Switch. Oh wait, so you can't stream from Switch anymore? No, you, can, like you no, you can just you, you can never stream from Switch unless you had a you know a, a whatever an Elgato or, or something like that. Oh, which I do have, yes. But yes. you could um but you I could don't know watch, how this changes my life at all. You could watch Twitch on your Switch and now you can't anymore, so it's like okay. Oh yeah, this I don't think anybody movie. ever but did. I do think it's kinda dumb it's kind of like shoot shooting their own foot in the leg because it's like Nintendo. People like to play your games on Twitch and maybe somebody's gonna Get on there, shooting your yeah, foot in the know. leg. No one's gonna, <laughs> no one's gonna buy a no one's gonna buy a switch to watch Twitch. Yeah, right. So yeah, it probably doesn't matter. I was, but listen- I do wonder, like, are we ever gonna get Netflix? I mean, like, never. Now that now that Twitch, now that Twitch that is gone, Netflix we're never getting it. We're never happen. getting it. Never ever getting it. We're never getting. <laughs> like, it no on one there. cares about Netflix anymore. But I'm still like burning a candle. Like, Netflix I mean, there's only be on Switch eventually. I want, I want fucking. Uh, it'll, it'll never get on there. But I want Sling on Switch. I want Sling, goddammit, <laughs> so I can watch wrestling on my Switch. Put, put my fucking digital cable on Switch. That'll never happen. I don't think it's even on PS5 or whatever. Yeah, I was, I was trying so hard to watch a uh, Collision. 
over the weekend on on uh, on their TV in the basement. I couldn't, and I I think I kept. Oh, uh, you probably ran into something, didn't you? I think I kept randomly uh, streaming it upstairs instead of the basement TV. So I was like, "Did you hear music? Did you hear a lot of weird music last night?" And they're like, "No." I was like, "Well, I was did, trying to ru- watch Collision, but I kept running into something." I was trying to watch Kenny Omega fight MJF. They had some cool costumes, so Akara uh, uh, Shida dressed dressed as um, what's her face? Uh, Nyla Rose. Resident Evil. Ada Wong. She dressed. She dressed like Ada, Ada, Wong. Ada Wong from Resident Evil Four, the original one. Like wore that dress from the GameCube one, which is pretty cool. So that's a sexy dress. So she she wore that, and she had like a gun. She had like the gun holster, like under like under the uh, dress and all. Oh, that. you can bring guns into the arena. I <laughs> well, it's a, I, I don't know. She didn't pull the gun out, but she had the holster there, and uh, she she fought against Abaddon, who dressed like Spawn, which that was pretty cool too, like with the cape and all that, with the big red cape. Do you have like a crazy amount of chains that made no sense? <laughs> no, no chains, but she did. She did, uh, or they paint, painted their face up and all that. Um, but yeah, uh, what else do we have? Oh, this one's kind of hilarious, just because it's you know every year, every like um, every Black Friday, there's always the Mario Kart Eight bundle. Like it's always the same every year. And now it's an OLED one. Now you got the OLED in there. They changed it finally. Uh, yeah. Black Friday, you can buy an OLED with Mario Kart Eight in it. Uh, for like the one person that didn't get that game yet, isn't that like their highest selling game like ever for the whole system? Like it's like everybody bought fucking Mario Kart Eight. I just, I mean, I want an OLED, but I don't because of like at this point, it's like I never play it portable. Well, I did play it portable a little bit this week, but it's so at this point, it's like every like year I play it portable for like a couple days. Yeah, it is really nice to play it in portable if you do on the OLED, but I don't, yeah, I don't play it portable that much. Maybe a little bit on, uh, when I'm like on a road gig or whatever, but and it does look nice, like when you see it. Or or if you just want to, you know, like I said, do the Karen thing, like it works great for tabletop. Like the kickstand is so much better on the OLED. And yeah. it just, and it looks really pretty and it pops. But I, I yeah, I don't, I don't use it handheld that much, but it's nice I'm to... I try not to call her hair and Karen anymore, because she probably didn't like because Karen's because uh, Karen's like a it bad, became a, a bad, real bad thing. It's a yeah. bad name now. Now it's a derogatory term towards old people. Yeah. Let's see. There was gonna. I was gonna end it with one more thing. Oh yeah. Let's see. We I have said. to talk about this big thing with Atari. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about that too. But I wanted to. I just think this is. I don't understand this. So Five Nights at Freddy's, the movie, is like this huge fucking phenomenon over the weekend, where they what they got like 150 million or something on the opener. I really didn't understand that. I was like, number one, it's on Peacock. You could have watched it at home for five fucking dollars, but you still went to the theater. I guess it has like a big popularity whatever i've never played any of the it games does. i think it's I don't a, know about the i think it's a movie where people actually like dressed up to go to it i know but the but the movie got trashed it has like a it has like an 18 percent on rotten tomatoes like people said oh, it was really? ab- absolute utter horseshit so i mean i guess that doesn't matter i mean suicide squad made a ton of money too and that was a piece of shit as well so i mean whatever it doesn't matter it's 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 all brand you know it's like same with mario with the mario movie that wasn't a great movie but people just liked seeing mario on the screen so they went there over and over and over again so it's also an excuse to like dress up and go out and like uh, sure oh yeah so on lot, halloween weekend and all that. that yeah actually one of the trick-or-treaters that we had was but, was dressed as a freddy Ga- as a not a freddy got fingered character i keep wanting to say that as, as well. a five nights as freddy's character somebody was I, wearing I a, wearing one of those too. masks so i did see that and i was like okay but I, the, I, um, I saw I saw the IGN review and they said uh they said leave they 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 said like you know close your laptop leave the theater go play the game fuck this movie it was pretty much their their uh their review they said it's like a whole lot of lore that goes nowhere 
But uh, you could watch it on Peacock. I have Peacock, but I didn't watch it on there because I don't care. But I don't know. I watched the so, Nic- I watched for- the Nicolas Cage one, and I like that one. I know you didn't like it as much, but I thought that was uh, Willie's was- Wonderland was okay. I thought Willie's but- Wonderland was pretty good. <laughs> I like the idea that uh, sort of following the zeitgeist of this movie, which is a lot of young people going to see, and also a lot of like people like going like in a serious way that have done like cosplay based on Five Nights at Freddy's, because like that's like a very very popular thing for the last like seven or eight years. It is like, very popular. Like, it's got a lot of lore from what I hear. Super popular. A lot of kids grew up with that. Like some kids, that's their thing. But there has literally been fights in the theaters, like fights have broken out where people are like beating the shit out of each other. Really? Yes. You're like, like Fred, Freddy, Freddy's my big... char- my favorite character. No, mine's Roger. Let's fight. Or, I don't know. <laughs> There's at least one big one filmed in London where they were literally in the front row of the movie, like in a fucking brawl. There was a brawl. Uh, what was it? Ke- uh, I listened to Kevin Smith's podcast. Uh, he went to go see uh, Batman v Superman, and he said that they. That he didn't get to see all of it because there was a brawl in the front row and they shut the whole thing down and they had to go see it again in a different place. I was like, was somebody yeah. just fighting over like whether it was good or not? They're like, they're like I, you know, like I like Zack Snyder. Well, fuck Zack Snyder. And they started punching each other. Where they were like, no, Superman will win. No, Batman will win. And then they start punching each other in the front. They're like, red know. cape, black cape, red clay cape, black cape. And they just need somebody to come in there and just say Martha to both of them, just so they can calm down. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then then stop fighting. And be like, oh yeah, our moms do have the same name. Damn it, why didn't you say that earlier? <laughs> I actually didn't even, you know, from reading comics, I didn't even realize that until I saw that movie. I mean, it's still kind of a stupid part, but whatever. I mean, it's what brings us all together when our moms have the same names. And that's why everybody's <laughs> moms have the same name as my mom, and that's why I love all of you. Is your mom's name Martha also? All our names. All of my our mom's, mom's, all name our moms whatever are your mom's name is. <laughs> I was born of the void, Every, just is like Martha. you. We all have the same motherly virtues, right? And the same motherly every every qualities. mother every mother Therefore, is the a Martha. Names. They are all Marthas. Everyone. They are all Marthas, <laughs> and they might be stewards, but they're all Martha variants. At the very least, they're stewards. Sure. Bring us the same names. These. Atari, all right. So Atari, they bought Digital Eclipse. I mean, that's a is that yeah, that's a big fucking deal. It is a big deal, but it's not that surprising. I mean, they did a lot of Digital Eclipse did a lot of stuff for them, or vice versa, right? As long as. Digital Eclipse can still just do whatever the fuck they want to do because they do such a great job with their video game collections, as we've talked about many times on here. That's just not how I see these acquisitions going. Like, I'm scared. As long as they don't, yeah. When a lot of times when somebody gets when something gets bought by a bigger company, they end up firing a lot of people from that thing that gets bought. So I don't. Well, I don't hope that doesn't happen. A big part about buying a company is that's your competition, and then you, <laughs> and then you just get rid of it. I mean, that's what, speaking of wrestling, that's what Vince McMahon did to ECW and WCW. He bought it and he killed it, both of them. So, yeah, he bought it and destroyed them. Like, why uh, why have competition when you can just buy them and just, just squash it yourself? So, yeah. But, I mean, hopefully that's, it means better things for them. Because, yeah, they were, they were really on a, on a roll there with their, with their releases. Especially with the, the Karateka game coming out. And that was supposed to be a series of, of that sort of documentary video game it's kind of backwards but i do get it like they have like this unfettered access supposedly or you know maybe not unfettered but it seems a lot less than like less uh blockades they have to go to go through to get like the direct information from the company so maybe it could be good 
I mean, Atari's so got to own something. We hung, right? out, we hung out with the dude. We hung out with uh, we on, play our, uh He's on our, our Patreon. Chris Kohler. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to him Chris about Kohler. Labo. <laughs> about Labo He's going to be a fucking millionaire because Atari bought him. I, yeah, I don't. But he, they will, the, as a company, they will have access to. I would hope they would have access to some crazy stuff. I mean, isn't isn't Atari kind of like? I mean, they're not. You know, I, I thought they were kind of on the on the downswing or whatever. Like, it's maybe it's good that they own something. <laughs> you know, Atari's a nebulous sort of thing. I don't know if it's a consistent company. I think it's been bounced around a bit, but at the very least. At this point, like people know, Atari means something, and yeah, somebody owns it. <laughs> That's all I know. Yeah, it's. I think Atari's been kept alive. We, we all we all own Atari. From Go, Atari right. Atari is is our parents. All of our parents are named Atari. They we they own us, and we own them. We all. My kids' Atari. names Atari. I haven't even given birth yet, but my kids' name is Atari. Yes, every everything is Atari. Atari owns everyone. Yeah. and Nintendo mm-hmm. Main is now Atari Domain. We're changing Atari next next, <laughs> next episode. We're Atari main is our name. <laughs> yeah. So can you change your search protocols in your podcatcher. Yeah. As of next week, uh, Atari will <laughs> Atari will own us all, and they'll uh, replace us with other people. Next thing will be you'll you next thing you'll see like us replaced by by uh, other people by like I'll be the dragon from adventure. Okay, you you do that. I'll be re- I'll be replaced by the pitfall guy or something. Nice. Anyway, uh, all right. That's uh, I think we're good to end that. To end there, our episode 395. Thanks, for everyone, for staying on this long. And if you want to hear more from us, go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. We just did an episode about our favorite moments from our favorite horror moments from non-horror games, plus flashlights. And I just uh, I just edited that like a couple days ago, and I thought it came together pretty well. But no, it was it was fun. I thought we we said a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of good music on there and all that stuff. And if you're on the five dollar level, the WART radio will be out soon enough, and you can listen to that too and jam out to all those haunted house music or whatever that's on there. And also, you can find my uh, the videos of us streaming on uh, youtubecom podcast. and you can catch us streaming every Monday night at eleven twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast as well. You can find us at the website forever known as Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain and at JMAX stack as well for anybody who uses that shitty thing anymore. It doesn't really matter. You can go to Facebook and join the community. Also the Nintendo main community and say hello to us or something, or you can email us at Nintendo main podcast at gmail.com or whatever, that sort of thing. But we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Kowski. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See?